0: Hello, hello friends. Hello friends. Oh, hello friends. Welcome to the AutoBotness. Hello friends. <laughs> hello friends. It's <laughs> It's Ryan here. Did you like that? Did you like the frogman intro? What <laughs> Hello friends. Hello friends, it's Ryan. Hello friends. Hello friends. Whoa oh, God. Oh, man, I annoyed myself. Welcome to part two of the APDC-MTMTP-TFTM re-review. Last time on the Autopod Decepticast, we talked with our friends Kit and Harper from the More Than Meets the Pod podcast after they watched the 1986 animated classic for the first time. When we last left our heroes, surrogate daddy Optimus Prime had just become one with the Matrix. And here we tune back in. With AstroTrain hauling the defeated Decepticons back to Cybertron, so pucker up, Buttercup. It's gonna be a bumpy ride.
1: We transition to Astrotrain and the crew of busted-ass Decepticons, which all fit inside him, and it weighs too damn much. We're going to have to dump some of the dog dew or we're never going to get to Cybertron. So there's a Lord of the (laughs) Flies-style situation where the the more, I guess, robust Decepticons chuck their injured friends out the door and just leave them for dead, and this includes Megatron, Mm. who Starscream personally... And gleefully tosses from Astrotrain.
2: Very it- interested that Soundwave just lets that happen.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah
2: that he, wild to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's very like he sees which way the
4: wind's blowing, I think, yeah. and just rolls with it.
2: But that schmirk from Starstream, <laughs> so mm-hmm. good. I
4: like I like how um, they they took into consideration Megatron kind of getting swept under the wing. swept under the wings. Yeah. <laughs> How funny would it have been if they would have animated him
0: just bonking his face Bonk into on. the wing?
2: <laughs> he gets sucked into, like, a jet engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it is pretty messed up. Whenever they're kicking the other Decepticons off Astrotrain, you can hear for a second there's one line that says, Brothers don't. And it's no. fucked oh, no. up. No.
3: When yeah. we watched this the first time, and they he just booted like Skywarp and thundercracker out i was distraught that's what while. i had too
0: i wrote that too i'm like they're pretty laissez-faire about dumping the original seekers like he does not give a shit
1: i don't think just he...
0: right, boot him. yeah,
1: yeah? Uh, throughout the series he doesn't seem to have that much attachment to them really i guess not and i feel like you hear them talk shit about him too so. <laughs> oh all
2: the time <laughs> yeah
1: uh, just because you've got a cone chest and and wings doesn't I guess, keep you completely Does not aligned. a brother make. That's right. <laughs> now I guess it gets really Lord of the Flies because it's time to find a new leader. And the names on the ballots, <laughs> along with their key selling points, are Constructicons because Devastator, Soundwave because Superior, Superior. <laughs> and Starscream because Starscream.
3: Starscream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, compelling points from all of them. Yeah.
0: Indeed. Inter- we get a little fun thing from Rumble and Frenzy though who you calling on cromatic soundwave on <laughs> and where's ratbat did
2: soundwave let them out or did they all bust out
1: like just <laughs> like
2: ratbat doesn't give a shit
1: <laughs> so they don't use an anonymous ballot uh, mm-hmm. like the civilized people do Peggy the Decept- Chad. <laughs> decepticons just have a donnybrook inside <laughs> of astro-train, what, astrotrain as he slowly skims through space
2: can we talk about the pregnant chads on the ballot? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did just listen to a whole podcast episode about the 2000 election. So oh, well,
0: yeah. It was great. It was good. Stuff. It was great to live through that <laughs> yeah. as an adult. This like... this, this oh, shows... yeah. I mean,
2: I was six. I remember voting in a fake ballot.
0: <laughs> oh, well done.
1: It just shows that the Supreme Court can fuck you even when they have more liberal, quote-unquote, justices Speaking on the panel. Speaking of Grover panel.
0: Cleveland, he actually won the middle term for popular vote. but he By they, pregnant chads. Yeah, but uh, they decided to go with the other opponent, and he did not contest
4: it. Hmm. Because of electoral college? He was too
2: busy.
0: Uh, yeah.
4: He was like, oh, oh, it's okay, I'm going to go hang some Too busy people. killing people? Is that what you are going to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I gotta go kill. That was a actually his
2: most prolific four years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, the dented hunks of scrap thrown from AstroTrain are floating aimlessly through the cosmos. Megatron and the others ultimately find their way towards the mass of orange pointiness that is Unicron. So Unicron
3: uh, really is a DIY queen. Like <laughs> <laughs> this junk can be made into yeah. something new. He's yeah. all in the other, Laugh, like, Galvatron.
0: Oh, I yeah. would love to see Unicron's YouTube.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just full on, like sped up five minute craft style.
0: <laughs> it's all that garbage where it's like you can make new carrots out of chicken or a chicken out of kitchen scraps. I'm like, that does not work.
2: <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, Galvatron is just Megatron covered in a uh, hot glue. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some sequins.
0: <laughs>
1: Cutting to the chase, this is where we first learn that this thing is called Unicron, and he wants that Matrix destroyed because it's the only thing that can stop him, and in exchange for help with this task, he is going to give Megatron a new body, new troops to command, or upcycled is more accurate. And... There's, and? <laughs> there's a bit of negotiation. Magic space particles emit from Unicron, and he reformats Megatron into Galvatron.
2: It's a cool sequence. It's totally. good. Yeah,
4: it's great. Oh, I, I love it.
2: I hate that we get to see Megatron's like whole inside work. Oh,
4: really? I love you that. Don't like, you don't like that?
2: His gummy works. <laughs> I can see his mouthy mouth gummy work. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
4: I, I like it. I mean, it's just like, oh, yeah, I've never really seen the, I don't know, I've just never seen anything like that before. Like, oh, yeah, they're like, mm-hmm. you know, with components and et cetera. I like this scene inside Unicron. It's yeah. some weird shit going on here. <laughs> I, I
2: I like that. I think it's mostly that the moment that Megatron gets scanned in, he looks so much like Darth Vader
5: uh, that it throws true. me off. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: also, the voice work from everyone in this scene is so good. Oh, yeah. Honestly, the voice work of this entire movie. There's yeah. no mm-hmm. real bummer takes. Mm-hmm.
1: I wonder. I'm guessing Welker and Wells were not in the same room when they recorded. But I think it's Orson patched together really, really well. well. I
0: think he did it in one day, like it was just one day, and it had to be oh, heavily, he heavily like altered because he was very sick. Like he died literally mm-hmm. ten days after recording this. Oh, my God. You didn't
4: know? That? You, yeah. he. Orson
0: I knew it was close. Yeah. I didn't know it was literally 10 days. He, was...
4: he recorded only one other thing between here and uh, his death, and it was something for moonlighting. Is that right? Mm, Am I, I right or wrong about that?
0: I, he did do a thing for moonlighting. I think yeah. that was way before, Oh, though. so this this might have... I think this, this is the last thing he did. Last thing he ever did. What? Okay, That's cool. You.
4: Oh, there you
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if there was, like, a vectorized penis right
2: here. <laughs> 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 it's, just, it's just pixeled out. <laughs> Megatron's like, no, bigger.
1: We got started with that statue dong <laughs> earlier, and I never yeah, got, never over, got it. over
5: it.
0: <laughs> cool. The
2: Cardiff Galvatron.
0: Looks pretty badass. <laughs> so this is the part where for some reason people are upset that Bombshell becomes Cyclonus.
1: Yeah. Uh, we've determined oh, Thundercracker who- definitely becomes Scourge. Yeah. And Shrapnel and Kickback, or at least clones of them, become Sweeps.
3: And isn't it? It's, piece, it's Skywarp and...
0: It's Skywarp Ah. and Bombshell. Bombshell's in the foreground. Right. Which, to my mind, says that he's Cyclonus. Right, because that's who's being introduced. Oh, yeah,
2: no, there he is right there. Yeah. And then his armada.
0: But everybody wants it to be Skywarp, which thematically makes a lot more sense. But But it is what it is. Hey, Bombshell it is. Purple.
2: They're both purple.
0: (laughs) A lot of purple in in the new Decepticons.
2: It's a good color swerve. (laughs)
1: <laughs> in addition to reformatting everybody Unicron also hooks the crew up with a brand new whip as well and Galvatron and his band of merry mercenaries are off to kill Ultra Magnus and destroy the Matrix but first you gotta prioritize we're headed to Cybertron we got some unfinished business to take care of honestly if
3: not for the long distance mind control Unicron great sugar daddy
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true got a fresh new ride also, Kim enough. pointed
3: out that um, Galvatron's like the reformat fusion cannon looks like a Nerf gun, and I can't unsee it.
5: Wow! Just
1: <laughs> that's the sound of the balls shooting out of his cannon. Sorry. <laughs> Thank
2: you. And it... that—that's the sound of Starscream's <laughs> departure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if, <laughs> if uh, Unicron's a sugar daddy, I want to see Galvatron's Instagram page and all of his <laughs> like sexy poses. In, he's an influencer. All right, we're on That's Cybertron. that has got a
0: crazy Amazon wish list he's got.
3: So there's, there's why is Thundercracker there. He's dead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we, t- we find out that. So we're on Cybertron. It's Starscream's coronation. Uh, apparently, he won the battle on Astrotrain. He's had some
0: upgrades, who, I guess. Who,
1: yeah. Th- I was wondering as watching this if a different animation studio handled this scene because it is way even, the designs are way off and more. Anime esque to me then for all of them, not just especially Starscream, but not just Starscream.
2: His wrists are so much bigger compared to his hands. <laughs> also, I want to know who taught the Constructicons to play. play the Jazz yeah.
1: yeah,
3: yeah.
1: What
2: time did they do that?
1: You should. They, they've got an. It's a album long out.
2: ride back to Cybertron. <laughs> the,
1: the Constructicon six, they're quite a a combo. Have you ever played in a jazz sextet? No, but no,
2: I haven't. <laughs>
4: Caleb used to do jazz. I've played a little jazz. I'm not. Very what do you good play? I play piano. Oh, nice. Yeah, I had a show last night. I had a, I played a Prince tribute concert, so lots of purple going on there too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Even the rain.
4: That's right.
0: I, I'd it always looks made me so weird, despot-
4: like
1: distraught. Oh, <laughs> that was our big chance. The That's record the company's here.
3: Crown. Oh, look at it. <laughs> What a little bastard!
1: We've got Galvatron and company. They show up to the coronation. Starscream recognizes something familiar about these antagonists. Is that Megatron? Well, here's a hint. <laughs> Galvatron goes cannon mode and shot. one shots Starscream to ashes. It turns out it wasn't a Nerf gun. It actually is like <laughs> high quality <laughs> laser it's fire. It's super soaker. <laughs> and- and this is a pretty visceral death as well, mm-hmm. as Starscream just turns to ashes and falls to the ground in a in a heap.
3: That's okay. We'll see that bitch again. Yeah.
2: Beast Wars. Beast Wars.
1: Galvatron he, firmly takes
4: control of Decepticon leadership. A quick aside: Starscream does come back in season three. It's true. Oh, he, yeah. He, he really that's where he becomes a ghost. As a ghost, yeah. yeah. He's in legit, two or three episodes. Legit ghost. I think he's it's, in two episodes. It's yeah. pretty fun.
2: So excited for that. He
0: possesses Scourge for a while. That's right. So
2: it's a running thing. Okay.
1: (laughs) And Unicron sweeps across our screen towards Moonbase 1. I guess, yeah, it makes sense that he'd be in Cybertronian airspace at this time. He sinks his pinchers into the moon. Jazz contacts Earth what the hell is going on here jazz transmits through blaster as the earth autobots are trying to rebuild moon base one is under attack by a planet eating planet jazz and cliffy try to get off they take off in an autobot frigate to try to make their escape but they fail and as they escape the moon's atmosphere their engine stalls and they are sucked into unicron r.i.p see you later i mean this is all your fault jazz so oh my god <laughs> i don't care
3: i don't care just you know a replay of that opening scene of them <laughs> no kidding fly away and then getting sucked back in and oh oh no
2: spike
1: yeah spike oh, and bubble like yeah for moon base did we we had a whole thing where Bumblebee called into one of our episodes and he was t- he doesn't really it felt like he didn't like Spike that much. That's hanging true. out with that him was on the a, that was a holiday
0: special where he called in from Moonbase 2. Yeah, they're still up there. Um, he was going through it. <laughs> Spike and Bumblebee
1: contact Autobot City from Moonbase 2. The monster planet is headed their way. They're going to try and slow it down by turning their moon into a giant bomb. They set the timer. They take off in their ship. They seem to make it a pretty safe distance from the planet when boom, explosion, the bomb goes off. But when the smoke clears,
0: Unicron is completely intact. They don't really cheat this countdown, too. If you time it, it is almost exactly 20 seconds.
2: Nice. I, think- I love that in movies. That's why I like Saw so much. There's a lot of scenes where they really like don't cut away, and it is just a full one minute or like 45 seconds or however long they have to... Mame themselves.
0: <laughs> this is where we get uh, the w- first curse word of the movie, which is shit, where Spike says shit. Oh, it's shit. beautiful. <laughs> that was not uh, in the home movie version. That was only in the theatrical version. And they did that <laughs> because they, didn't, they wanted a PG rating. They didn't want mm-hmm. a G rating because G movies didn't get shown... As much as PG movies, they were shown basically mm-hmm. in the middle of the day, and so they wanted them to be shown more on, and that didn't work out. it didn't this help me <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's fascinating though
0: yeah,
1: yeah, unicron completely intact, and he I don't know if it was a tractor beam or they just got caught up in the gravity or sucking. <laughs> but, <laughs> but bumblebee and Spike are pulled in to unicron as well, so bye, guys, you're dead.
2: <laughs> sorry, Daniel. I 100% believe that Spike was dead at this point in the movie on my first oh, really? watch, too. Oh. They yeah, no, you. I assumed everybody that went into Unicron died pretty much immediately. At
4: this point, you anything's up for grabs after
2: what's yeah. already
1: happened, for sure. Well, how did that make you feel to think that Spike and Bumblebee were dead?
2: Uh, I was mostly sad for Daniel for losing two father figures in one day. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> Daniel's really going through it. Yeah.
1: Galvatron sees all of this go down from his throne on Cybertron, and he's got a problem with it. Cybertronian moon munching wasn't part of the deal. Those are his moons to munch, but Unicron has a kind of psychic torture mechanism that's implanted into Galvatron's body. He releases a high-pitched searing pain that basically pounds Galvatron into submission.
2: Body horror, man.
1: Yeah, is this, uh, would you call this Cronenberg-ian?
2: Uh, no. I literally went to see Crimes of the Future last week.
0: How is it?
2: Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to watch it again with subtitles. I think that'll help me. I think it's a good spiritual successor to the last movie that I saw in theaters before the pandemic, which was Midsummer.
4: Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> I
2: liked Crimes of the Future. I don't know if I needed to see Viggo Mortensen and Christian, Kristen Stewart make out. Um <laughs>
1: nobody needs to make out with Kristen stewart
2: <gasps> How do you uh, it's okay
1: is, is that a she's controversial right. take I, right. I think she's annoying i like i don't think she's a good actor at all but
2: crimes of the future she is doing the most like weird little freak like that's her whole role she's just there to be weird and i think that's beautiful
4: she's good at being weird mm <laughs>
2: Exactly. She
4: can do weird.
1: I do like to watch the first Twilight just to hate on it. It's so bad.
0: What in a good use it, of your every time, single way. <laughs> co-
4: those movies come on in my house. I can't. I can't stop it. Have you ever seen the the Kristen Stewart fake tot- to, uh, Totino commercials on Saturday Night Live? No. Oh yeah. Yeah, you have to check those out. That's she's weird on that too, and it's great. <laughs> Let's go back to Earth. Enough of
1: this Kristen Stewart banter. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. Yeah, stop another Kristen Stewart. Let's get back
1: to the podcast. Ultra Magnus gives his first big presidential motivational speech. the The moons are gone. This big bronze buffet muncher is a bigger threat than all the Decepticons put together. Spike, Jazz, Cliffy, and B they may be dead, but we've got to get up there and destroy that thing before it devours Cybertron. Hot Rod has a feeling. The Matrix can stop it, but there's no time to go into that because Galvatron's goon squad has shown up to crash this function. Magnus commands, "Get to the shuttles!" I would say, like, "Here's where we see Snarl
0: for just a second. There oh, dancing yes! around the lasers. <laughs> yep, I do there's like so the many idea. action
3: sequences in this movie. Yeah. It's just kind of like you hit to the point where you're just like, "There's there's fighting happening." There's a lot of action.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> a lot lasers. of a lot going on. There, we get some fist shakes. More there's fist fist one. Shakes. There's another one in a second. <laughs>
1: I love sweep heads coming out of the
2: ship. Oh I fucking
4: hate it. It's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird decision. Like
2: I think it's funny. Yeah. There's a couple shots in TFP of Megatron flying in jet mode, but with his face like peeking out. It's very good.
0: Ugh. This is like here we actually do in just a second. Get a Deceptic or an Autobot killing a Decepticon like like Sludge and Grimlock actually kill one of the sweeps. That's I think the only Decepticon permanent death in this movie, except for Starscream. <laughs> it's
2: because the Dinobots are good at their jobs. Yes. this this is the best RC Hot Rod banter in my opinion. It is great.
4: Yeah. So RC the, uh, saves you Daniel. Should stay
2: closer to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so like, you should stay closer to me.
4: Meanwhile, Daniel's stuck in between all of this going yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's emotionally traumatic, right there, Uh, to be between them. Daniel's—I mean—it's a lot of trauma that Daniel's going through. This—he's having a rough day, and we neglected to mention that he almost died just a second ago. RC
1: saved him from falling off. That's number four, right?
5: (laughs) Yeah.
3: And has anyone given him the nuts and the bolts talk? (laughs) No.
2: I like to think none of the humans in this universe have any concept of, like, Transformers reproduction, because it's just not happening anymore.
1: By 2005, perhaps we've just gotten rid of sex as a reproduction method. It's all done you Tubes? Know, scientifically, yeah, <laughs> tubes, exactly.
3: It's all cloning. <laughs> Poor Blair. He really got just, like, the job that can't be done.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Herding cattle.
0: Get the <laughs> butts in the shuttle.
1: What, what was that? I don't know. <laughs> Blur, yeah, he struggles to load the Dinobots into the ships. The sweeps and Cyclonus fire lasers all around them. Magnus commands Hot Rod and Cup to take over that job while he, Blur, Springer, Perceptor, and Daniel head over to the other shuttle and tape, take off. Um, two ships launch, almost leaving RC behind, but they don't.
2: another wrist grab, <laughs> right?
1: Yep. I mean,
0: that's, a, I guess, a good one. <laughs> like, Sazer.
2: <Caesar>. The lasso.
0: <laughs> Real weird choice.
2: Like, Cup could have just asked them. It's clear that they like Cup from the next scene.
0: Come in. You know what's in here? Stories.
2: (laughs) I love this. I love this part. so (laughs) cute.
0: Get your noodle out of my face. Yeah. The Dinobots do just become kids from this point on. It is weird. Like, I remember them being very effective, which they are to an extent, but they're also... They're also ridiculous in every <laughs> in every way.
2: You know I was going to say they're what like 3 years old but there's a time skip so they're actually in 23. Their 20s.
0: Oh god, they're college students. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, they're frat boys. <laughs> oh, the DinoBot frat. <laughs> Delta a- n- Delta Iota new Omicron. There you go. The Dino <laughs> frat.
3: <laughs> oh, that's that's a t-shirt.
2: That is a t-shirt.
1: Being Greek, that's a letterman jacket. How did she get left out there? She was running with them.
0: I think in the script, like she gets shot by Scourge and falls over. Grab her
4: wrist,
2: the upper body strength on this girl, yeah, and she's safe. It's
3: really honestly, it's kind of a relief after seeing so many deaths. You're just like, oh, finally,
2: someone. Well, they can't kill the one woman in the movie, Mm -hmm. (laughs) literally, the only woman in the movie. Man, I can't believe Transformers, the movie in 1986, doesn't pass the Bechdel test.
0: (laughs) Stop being hysterical.
2: (laughs) Stop being hysterical. I'm just a dyke.
1: (laughs) Somehow or another, these two giant, slow-moving ships somehow lose the Decepticons. Just as we take a coffee break for some of them war stories and some (laughs) Luke Skywalker training with Hot Rod. Yep. The Decepticons return, but this time with the revenge. <laughs> and missiles are a blasting everywhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> those cops gotta tell those stories. <laughs> so silly. What oh, stupid little lightsaber. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and a shield. Honestly,
2: he is a really good Luke Skywalker yeah, uh, he... stand-in.
4: Yeah, totally. I like how he has He's... flames
1: on the shield that matches chest piece. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, that's pure hot rod.
4: Accessorize.
2: <laughs> That's the alt rod in them.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. I do like all these missiles. There's a lot of missile work. <laughs>
2: There's so many <laughs> missiles. I get when
3: Unicron is your supplier. I think you could just use ammunition for days.
0: Yeah, I wonder what
1: those are recycled from.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> bombshells, weird little brain things. <laughs> Spike <laughs> and Bubblebee. His shells. We did <laughs> skip past
0: it, but whenever. Um, Springer and them like Springer, RC and Daniel close the door to the shuttle. Springer says, "Believe it or not, this is the fun part." And I've never been able to understand what the (laughs) shit that's supposed to mean.
2: I I don't think Springer knows. (laughs) Enter tough guy
1: sounding slang here. It's just
0: such a weird line that doesn't whatever. And here we invert polarities.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So the revenge is focusing on Hot Rod and Cup's ship first. Missiles come. Yeah, there's a, the sci-fi reverse polarities trope. And um, it kind of works. They do dodge the missiles, but then they come back around and just hit them in the face. <laughs>
5: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I It causes them to lose control of the ship. Or actually, no, they gain control of the ship. I'm sorry, I screwed that up. We survived
0: that, but will we survive this? And that's where
1: Cyclonus is deployed. They release Cyclonus, and he just (laughs) takes about 10 or 12 shots, disables the ship, and that's when they crash
0: land on a mysterious, psychedelic planet. We get one of the best lines in the movie where Springer says, Cup and Hot Rod just bought it, and Ultra Magnus goes, I can't deal with that now. (laughs) Which, Aaron, you said is not like he's asking you to deal with it. He's just yeah. giving you information. <laughs> he's <just> telling you. <laughs> that crash oh, from that the
2: inside the of the cockpit
1: just looks amazing. It's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, it is good. <laughs>
1: Please do not ask me to deal with that now. That would have been appropriate.
2: <laughs> Springer, don't ask me to perform emotional labor.
1: Can, can, can we pick up on this later? Let's circle back. The revenge... Springer,
2: an empath. I'm sensing. <laughs> Ultra Magnus can't deal with this right
1: now. <laughs> the Revenge sets its sights on Magnus's ship. They ex- execute a risky gambit. Let Galvatron think that they're dead by separating the front half of the ship from the back half, and then they d- they'll destroy that back half of the ship. The Revenge missiles close in. Boom! And Galvatron is satisfied that all on board are dead. However. Unicron kicks off a torture sesh, and that's a little confusing, but mm-hmm. for our purposes right now, Magnus' team is safe. The plan worked, but the ship is too banged up to get to Cybertron. Maybe the planet of junk that is close by is a good place to rest and repair. Also, no one's crying for Hot Rod and Cup at this point in time. Like,
2: No, they can't deal with it. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> Not right now. I mean, now
2: they're chill just, and they're, they're safe.
0: The music is telling us everything's Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they're just they're really carpent- compartmentalizing hard.
0: There's a lot more of this in the script. They they bring it back over and over again. I'm glad they pared it down for the movie, but this whole thing where Perceptor starts over explaining things and Ultramagnus is like we bored as like shit, that, literally tapping his <laughs> Like this? Yeah, Good they God. do that a lot in more in the script where he, but, but also in the script he's not just but annoyed, he goes, "What?" like a lot. <laughs> like he can't understand what he's saying. We transition to
1: the weirdest Hell rock yeah. in all the galaxy, Quintessa. This place looks like Salvador Dali, Picasso, and Hunter S. Thompson ran a consensual train on the planet Neptune. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me a lot of uh, the Atlantis episodes of G1. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Where's I liked those episodes. <laughs> King Nurgle. Oh, wait. I was thinking not of uh, that one. I was thinking of Seaspray's girlfriend. Bro- yeah. yeah. Seaspray turns into a human He turns into and a bangs a chick.
0: Well, that you're putting that part into it. <laughs> <laughs> so did <so Good> Seaspray.
2: <laughs> Happy for Seaspray. He becomes a, a guy
0: mermaid. and also a merman. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird episode, as you might imagine. But he still has the gurgly
1: voice. <laughs> yes. But he does turn into a, a Ken doll, so I yeah, can see a, why they fellow. were down to clown with him. We're under the sea. There's no delightful steel drums or singing crabs down here. Everything has sharp, pointy parts and wants to murder you. Roddy is caught up in some vines and uses his saw blade tech to slice out and uh, slice through the piranhas that are nibbling at his forearms. He hears cup, which (laughs) look how I typoed that. Oh, he hears cum. (laughs) K U M.
2: I mean, Uh, he's surrounded by tentacles.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is some real tentacle porn right here. He hears Cup calling for help in the distance and comes across a monstrous cybernetic cephalopod who is tearing Cup apart. Hot Rod fires, freeing Cup, but the beast turns on him. The tentacles wrap around him. He can't slice fast enough to escape its grip a blast to the computerized Craven's eyeball and boom the glass cornea shatters and that's enough to make the beast retreat.
0: This is a... uh, I
3: love how much Hot Rod just transforms underwater in this movie.
4: It's cool. He
2: does He's do have the whole gunk all up in his internals.
1: Transform <laughs> to go 100 feet
4: down the way. There's a lot of work here. I'm like I'm trying to think I think it'd be really frustrating to try to animate a like independently animate tentacles moving around yeah. without getting them all confused. I think I'd get a headache from that <laughs> shit.
2: <laughs> this movie did give me a headache at several points. The flashing is, oh, yeah. is a lot. This, this
0: is where they, they play Nothing's Gonna Stand In Our Way by Kick-Ax. AKA. Uh, Spectre General. They
1: also That's do... actually one of my favorite songs. I think it's maybe my second favorite after Dare.
0: They also do Hunger at the Sharp Decon Pit, that song, later.
1: Like you're getting ahead of it, Ryan.
0: I just, I don't want to talk about kickaxe again. So I just thought I'd throw <laughs> it all in there.
1: Our friend Cup, he's all banged up and pulled apart at the seams. He just gurgles out the phrase, fix me. Fix me. me. And...
3: also, after so much death, like one shot deaths, we get to see Cup like pulled apart at the seams, but he's fine. Don't worry I about it. of that too.
1: <laughs> and Hot Rod can fix him. He's, yeah. <laughs> he just knows how.
3: Basic field medic training, I guess. <laughs> That's what they teach you at twink school.
1: (laughs) Gathers up, cups, parts, and heads ashore. We're back with the Magnus crew, consisting of Blur, R.C., Springer, Daniel, and Perceptor. They land hard on the planet of junk. No seatbelts. Daniel's neck should be broken, but everybody's okay.
2: (laughs) He's a resilient little boy.
1: Yeah, there's the scene you're referring to right there.
4: Put that on on slow-mo.
2: Shaken Daniel syndrome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They really land hard. Yeah god i love this planet though it's so funny oh. yeah it's
4: real
0: it's i really forgot good. how long it takes to get to the junkions actually attacking from this point it's like a good 10 minutes yeah. until we get there
3: wait because you got to cut back and forth between this and quintessa <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. and then galvatron has to come Well, get there it's time to salvage the
1: ship even daniel can be of use by donning his father's spare exo suit it's kind of tricky when mm-hmm. he gets the hang of it and it's just like riding a bicycle that you wear that transforms into a go kart.
2: <laughs> we talk about the fact that, like, if the atmosphere is a concern, the window's already busted open.
1: Right.
4: Oh wow. Yeah.
2: Daniel, are you okay? You're,
4: you're dead. Mm. Again. <laughs>
2: you're dead. Guys,
4: he's not really there. He's all. So everyone's <laughs> yeah, hallucinating. Everyone, everyone's everyone is hallucinating. hallucinating. Daniel.
2: Through sheer force of will, they're just, like, picking up this 10-year-old boy and puppeting him around. Oh, no.
4: Like, he's... No, you're saying... It's a weekend at Bernie's situation. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, like, he wasn't there, but you're saying he's dead, and they're just manipulating his corpse.
2: I'm a fan of all of these
4: Okay, scenarios. cool. <laughs> weekend
2: at they're Bernie's. all bad. <laughs>
1: they exit the ship the planet is filthy as the name of the planet implies it's as if all the junkyards and landfills on earth were shot into space and cemented together into a giant dump and as the Autobots work on their ship we see they are not alone on this planet and these inhabitants seem hostile
2: they're so close in that shot too
1: Mm -hmm. we're on Quintessa (laughs) let's go there (laughs) let's drop this line of conversation a Rod Dog completes the reconstruction of Cup. Yes, he will be Rod Dog. No, no please. Henceforth. <laughs> unacceptable. I'll
2: take I'll take Autrod over Rod Dog
1: anytime. He, he even got rid of a, a nasty burn Cup's rotator. <laughs> Throw it's went
2: it back. It's <laughs> <laughs> just that like two frame thing where he does the motion. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't get the Ot-Dog reference.
2: Oh, Autrod! Oh, um, Ot-Rod. the last night. Transformers the last night of oh, okay. the
3: movie. Hot Rod is very French. And he says his name, he's like,
2: oh, uh <laughs> It's the probably the only part of the last night that I like, aside from the big fish that Cogman killed. Uh,
1: well, you're wrong about that. The best part of the last night is Stanley Tucci as uh Merlin, but
0: we can't I
2: think the best part of the last night is when it ends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you win. We can't get drawn into a whole Stanley Tucci hole of your love for him. <laughs>
2: Don't be uh, wrong. Stanley Tucci, great.
4: He is awesome.
1: It's time to find the Dinobots and ditch this planet. They come across a roadblock in the form of a giant body of liquid, and spilling from that lake is a large school of reptilian looking robot people. They seem to be a simple minded folk, and they <laughs> respond positively to Cup's universal greeting. Say it, Ryan. Ba weep grana, weep, grana, weep, ninny, weep ninny, bon. ninny bong. bong. And. <laughs> I don't know if it's the greeting or just the Energon goodie offering that keeps them happy, but uh, when all those Energon chiclets are no moss, these cons turn full alligator and dr- dog pile on our heroic friends.
0: I think, uh, what is it, retroactively, they're known as Alicons? Yes.
2: Oh, are these not Sharktacons?
0: Mm-mm. No, these is are a separate thing. Okay. Yeah. I think they're cousins,
1: maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: look at their little faces. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they're kind of cute. they're in
2: the same genus.
1: I like how they have the sound wave face mask, but they still also have
4: mouths. It's not really a mask.
2: It's that's more. It's not really. There's not really a, a
4: mask. It's like their lower. It's just like their chin. You know. It's just like yeah. right, right.
3: Stunning diplomacy here. I, Candy yes. really will pave the way.
2: <laughs> uh, that's literally what soldiers in Afghanistan did for uh, much. Uh, what's the coin? Thank you. Right. I don't know why I thanked myself. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank
0: you, me. I did it.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. I do love the designs all this, of these they things. They can't fight at
3: all. Like, they're just like, nah, you know what? We're just two guys are going to take us out.
1: Got the jump on him.
2: they <laughs> been fucking gilly. And there's Wheelie. Our first glimpse of Wheelie. Little yeah. bastard.
1: So, Cup and Hot Rod are captured. The Alicons walk Rod and Cup into a giant building. But from the foreground, we see a strange orange vehicle glide into view. Who could this be? I realize I wrote that and did not see that Wheelie... We saw him in robot mode mm-hmm. just a second before that.
2: <laughs> I like Wheelie's vehicle mode. I will say that. It's kind of stylish. The only thing I like about him.
1: It's like a Cybertronian Miata.
2: Yeah. <laughs> a little Cybertronian Pinto.
0: If there's any like, positive amount of wheelie. This movie isn't enough. This is, like, the perfect amount of wheelie if you're going to have any wheelie. And I just (laughs) say that based on now watching season three. The the
2: wheelie per minute is tolerable.
0: (laughs) WPMs.
2: Yeah.
1: Bound by Energon shackles, Cup and Hot Rod are walked down a corridor and tossed into a cell. But before being thrown in that cell, we walk by a courtroom and see, I guess it's a kangaroo court of sorts in mid-hop. A stray Lithonian is on trial, but in this topsy-turvy world, innocence and guilt are one and the same, and result is always death. Mm-hmm. And that death is in the form of a trap door drop into the vicious razor grin of the Sharktacons.
0: Speaking, I'm sorry, of anime, I can't remember what it is. I should have looked it up, but those, oh, yeah. those dead characters in that cell are from an anime show. I just can't remember what it is. <laughs> yeah.
2: and I, oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah. I, it was an homage it's on TF of Wiki, some sort. Yeah.
2: So the monsters in there and the monsters out that outside of the Quintesson thing; those are two separate things. I thought they were the same.
0: They seem so you're to both the ones aren't shark Yeah, the shark seem to only be in the shark pit, and the alicons seem to work for the quintessons, uh, or they at least delivered cup and hot rod to them. So they're like cousins, I guess. But it's an aquatic-ish
1: planet, yeah. so everybody yeah. sort of has fishy robot mo- fishy, or modes. Fishy, okay. modes.
0: fishy, fish. <laughs>
1: So Hot Rod and Cup are in their cell, and they meet Kranix, who at this moment is the last survivor of Lethone, which you will remember as the first course, the tapas, the crudités, if you will, <laughs> um, from Appetizer. earlier in the movie. <laughs> he names the masters of this planet, the Quintessons, and the demon that ate his own planet is Unicron, so... Now everybody's all caught up and <laughs> the guards can bust in and pull Kranix out to face his judgment. The guards also seemed, those were Alicons, right? So Alakons maybe are slightly higher enforcers. intelligence. Yeah.
3: Uh, when I say this movie is like so watchable, it's so easy to watch. Like I'm getting sucked in right now. Like I don't <laughs> have anything to say because I'm just like, I'm just watching it. Yeah, it's
4: It's so pretty.
0: It is interesting also because um especially like well Flint Dilly sets the whole thing up cuz he wrote the mini series of season 3 but the Quintessons become like the new big bad in the season 3 and they kind of work with the Decepticons sort of sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> It's very interesting though like I I started watching season 3 and I'm like do I like this How dare you <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think it is fun Like you, you, I, when you've done so many episodes, it's just like, you know, Optimus versus Megatron on top of the dam. Like, you kind of want to mix it up and do something different. So,
0: Mm -hmm,
3: yeah, just sprinkle in some spice and the spice is tentacles.
0: Yeah, it really does. (laughs) (laughs) A little calamari. Um, it, it really does. Season three really does expand in a great way. It's also like the humans become. Actually, interesting characters, which is mostly in the form of Marissa Fairborn, but um, it really does expand their Transformers universe so much. It's it actually starts to get kind of interesting, and then we'll see. (laughs) Well, we'll see. Thirty episodes to (laughs) go. (laughs) I'm sure there's going to
1: be some stinkers that we. How long is
2: season three? Uh,
0: There's only like thirty five (laughs) episodes, which seems
2: like a small number only compared to to season two. Yeah,
0: although I mean, there's one with Daniel's surprise party. (laughs) And <laughs> I don't remember that at all, yeah, all right, That we'll sounds like
2: a My Little Pony episode
0: <laughs> there is a, I'm, I'm very excited for the one where Galvatron gets mental therapy
2: <laughs>
0: He gets committed, basically By Cyclonus <laughs> By Cyclonus, yeah
2: Imagine getting involuntarily committed by fucking Cyclonus of all people <laughs>
0: Cyclonus kind of has his shit together, honestly, in yeah. this show, from what I've seen so Basically, far. Basically, Cyclonus is kind of the Ultra Magnus to the Galvatron's Rodimus. Yeah. He's oh, really- yeah.
2: Fan-, <laughs> fan fiction puts, like, Cyclonus and Ultra Magnus as, like... Well, also puts them... spoils like. <laughs>
1: like- <laughs> <laughs> We're at a trial. And it's Kranix's mm-hmm. trial. And it's not going well for him. I do love the <laughs> banter. Like, the spare, spare me, this, me mockery this mockery of justice. Spare me this mockery of justice. Um <laughs> the floor's dropped open and the Lithonian species is now extinct.
0: For all intents and purposes, yeah. It's
1: a horrifying Oof. end that seems to be in Cup and Hot Rod's immediate future. It is terrifying just to see the it's pretty bad Shark-tacons pounce. Yeah. Not the end I'd wish for, lad. <laughs> I don't know if it was intentional or not, but the jitteriness of uh, Hot Rod's, Hot Rod's hand. hands was is pretty cool. Got
4: it. Good t- it's a nice touch.
1: I'm sure. Do you you all know who Derek J Wyatt was, right? As anime oh, yeah, okay. or animation fans, he published different series of illustrations of Transformers the movie done in TFA style, and this is one that's out there that's really good.
3: Oh, that's fun! I love that. Mm-hmm.
1: We're gonna cut back to the Dinobots. Oh yeah! Woo!
3: <laughs> the boys.
1: Who are roaming the Quintessonian landscape, trying to find Cup and Hot Rod. Grimlock and Slag get into a bit of business, but they are split up by a new friend they find behind them.
3: <laughs> what, what is, it's Beryllium Bologna and Cesium Salami.
2: Makes me want a sandwich so bad.
1: It's that orange car, but now it's a boy, a real robot boy. And Grimlock assaults the annoying rhyming tangerine, but Wheelie—that's his name—as he should. Uh, <laughs> Wheelie is mad accurate with a slingshot, which he uses to defend himself.
2: Just bops
3: that boy right on the nose. I love too how he like breathes for a second. There's just yeah. like the littlest blush of pink.
0: Mm-hmm. Why boy hit my nose?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I thought you said white boy.
0: (laughs) I like
1: that. White boy hit my nose. (laughs) Like Like a bee sting. Sometimes the best of friendships spawn from fisticuffs, and this is no different as the Dinobots (laughs) and Wheelie move on to rescue Cup and Hot Rod. Now we go to Galvatron, Uh,
5: who's Mm -hmm.
0: returned to Unicron. He's like, why are you fucking with me, man? I guess Unicron (laughs) can only transmit pain over a distance, not information. (laughs) (laughs) No
2: kidding. (laughs) Well, Galvatron's in the neighborhood, you know.
1: Magnus is dead. The Matrix is destroyed. What gives? And Unicron gives him the 411 on Magnus and says, hey, he's still alive. You need to go to junk and get the job done. That's the status. What is that? Like a lymph node? Like a (laughs) unicronian spleen?
2: He's got one of those like little strawberry angina marks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Poor, He's been made fun of that ever since junior high. That's why he's so mad. (laughs) Now we're back on Junk, and unbeknownst to the Autobots there, the locals are preparing for a fist-flying free-for-all, a rumble, a row, a rhubarb, but... Before they can engage, the Decepticons show up. Galvatron, Flying Cyclonus, blows up the Autobot shuttle. No (laughs) escape now. RC and Blur ditch Daniel to figure out transformation (laughs) on his own,
0: which he luckily does.
2: That's so cruel.
0: It's really weird. Yeah, we'll see in just a second. Like Daniel is running with RC and Blur, and RC says nothing. And it's just like peace, <laughs> and like just <laughs> tears ass off. And Daniel's like, "What do I do?" To which Blur says, "Transform." Also, by he says, "You can figure it out." And he then says, he, "You
4: can figure it out."
0: And you know, he Blur leaves.
3: though was never—he was never in the babysitting rotation. Right. This is just—he
2: got stuck with him a little bit, so he doesn't know what to do. RC's just had a long day; she's burnt out on the Daniel Rock. Guess so.
0: And here we have Shrapnel, who's alive again. Yeah. <laughs> Is the other one Bone Crusher? I never remember. I cannot keep the Constructor
1: straight. Uh, Who's got the scoop? Who's got the scoop?
3: (laughs) It's the scoop.
0: (laughs) uh, Not long haul. It's not important. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't matter. Is it Scab? It might be Scavenger. That sounds right. We're going with that because Scrapper is the the
2: dumbest
1: one. The The sweeps—they're firing everywhere. Magnus commands the Autobots to go into some kind of junk cavern which he blasts the entrance to so that they are protected. They've got shelter. Galvatron approaches Ultra Magnus and demands the Matrix. Ultra Magnus struggles to open it. He is then fired on incessantly by the sweeps. He struggles, he groans, he falls to the ground, and explodes.
3: (laughs) Uh, So this is where... (laughs) The tin hat... The tin hats are coming
5: out.
3: (laughs) Okay. And I started being like, well, this is where we have to combine the IDW canon of there is just a small man inside Magnus, and that's why he doesn't die.
2: And that's why for me it's so convincing that spoiler alert, later on the Junkians come back and like put some goo on him and he's just fine. Mm
5: -hmm. Yeah.
2: Like he gets to come back from the dead. So to me, that says there's a minimus ambus inside his chest that's just (laughs) like shit, what do I do now?
1: (laughs) So the minimus ambus is just chilling though. Yeah, well, well, just I, on the ground. I, mean,
2: chilling, I think he's having an anxiety attack.
1: <laughs> okay, he's frozen. <laughs> he's cat- or there's
2: just like some,
3: he just knows that like because the Magnus has been blasted apart, he's like, I have to wait for everyone to leave and then I can come out and <laughs> oh. fix it.
2: <laughs> and then they put the suit back together around him and like that's why it works that he comes back to life. <laughs> and that's he's like, a- whoo!
1: That makes so much <laughs> more. It really is a missed opportunity because this toy did have the Optimus, like the white Optimus white Prime, Optimus inside Prime. of it,
5: yeah.
2: and
1: they never address it ever in the
0: cartoons. It's
2: just um, not. I'm also a thing. gonna mark the Daniel moment as number five on Daniel's near-death experience yes. list.
1: Oh, of course, yes, absolutely.
0: I, we were wondered how the transformation works because his hands are now up here when he's in the car. And they were theoretically well, in those arms, so is, are they just like uh, he just I think he just
1: they miss not be in the arms. Yeah, He's the, just in a, the core. C- control yeah, I think the arm. arms are so
3: awkwardly placed. And they say yeah. that it's controlled by thought. Like you have to think something and then the yeah. exosuit does oh, guess, it. Yeah, they do so. c- what
4: you want to do before you do it. But at one point we were joking like if if he transforms it and his his appendages are in there and it just like It just breaks (laughs) him. As
2: he's transforming. Now that's a (laughs) (laughs) soft.
4: This
0: part where the sweeps that kill Ultra Magnus in the comic book and in the script, it's a lot more graphic because the comic book was being done at the same time as the movie. So (laughs) they just went off the script. But what why there's four sweeps and they shoot those bolts out in the book and the script. It grabs hold of Ultra Magnus's appendages and draws and quarters him and rips him apart. Yeah. Okay. Which That's actually brutal. would lead
1: credibility to the minimus ambus theory <laughs> because then his torso wouldn't be shredded apart. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I kept watching it as closely as I could last night. I can't tell exactly if how bad he's fucked up. What's so five? those
1: would have been beams, I guess, that were wrapped around. Yeah, him, like ropes. And yeah. then I don't know if just mid-production they said this is too hard. <laughs> <laughs> let's just have we them saw now be...
2: vomiting ash and smoke but this is this is a step too far
1: so let's let's examine this damage Bonk. I mean the explosive seem to be thing. coming from his chest and his arm
3: uh-huh <laughs> I know I feel like our best evidence for it is when they do put him back together the torso is brought up to like the yeah. plate completely whole
0: yeah <laughs> yeah <Okay>. see like <laughs> <laughs> He looks very surprised.
2: <laughs> huh. How could this happen to me, Ultra Magnus?
1: Yeah, inconclusive. Okay. Inconclusive. <laughs> Great. Galvatron has the, gal- has the, what is it called? Matrix. Matrix. Yeah, he's got it. And guess what? <laughs> guess what he's going to do now? Guess what? He's going to go take try and take on Unicron.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: He's going to hit us with that flavor, flavor.
1: With the <laughs> he clock,
2: we'll Galvatron's that-
3: now, but he still has the audacity.
1: We did refer to that as his Jesus piece. Yeah. Yes, we did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you did. Oh,
1: okay. I don't know why why that's so contentious I don't know (laughs) you did because
0: I didn't understand what you're talking about sometimes the
2: application of the royal we is controversial
0: (laughs) apparently (laughs) uh, and Unicron is upset
1: (laughs) yeah he heard so he can hear what Galvatron's saying or thinking I
0: guess I guess it doesn't matter (laughs) it's not important
2: he's all knowing I love that Galvatron thinks that he can bury this rebellion though (laughs) that's the Megatron coming through Mm mm-hmm the audacity, the audacity. But you
1: would think Unicron would know that you can't tether that Megatron essence.
2: No, but Unicron is also, I feel, on the level of overconfident that Megatron <laughs> is, if not more so.
1: I'm just curious, how would they dispose of the Matrix? Can the Matrix just be? Can it even be destroyed?
2: I think he'd probably just eat it. Okay. <laughs> I, don't I guess know how you've it just. Works, I so.
1: guess you don't even have to d- destroy it. You just have it, and then other yeah. people yeah. don't. And then, that's and then nobody all you else need.
2: can use it against you.
1: Right. But every now and again, you get curious.
0: It's like how we have the hydrogen bomb. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, I was going to say, it's sure, like nukes. Sure.
1: <laughs> all right, we're going to go back to Quintessa. Cupra and Hot Rod are facing judgment at their trial. They avoided being held in contempt of court, only to be found... Even
2: though he has nothing, nothing but, but contempt
5: for this court. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs>
1: There was a really funny T-shirt that I saw. That oh, was, I know what you're talking about. It was like it was called like Quinte- It was like quintessos, a, quintessos. Yeah, it was like a cereal, and it was a, <laughs> so it was a T-shirt that was meant to look like a fake cereal ad that was Transformers the, the movie based, called quintessos, and Hot Rod is on it, and he says, "I have nothing but contempt for this crunch." <laughs> <laughs>
5: That's pretty. It's good. It's pretty awesome.
1: Okay. Out of ten. They are found innocent, which of course means they're being put to death. Trapdoor plan <laughs> drops, and our duo falls to the Sharkticon-infested indoor pool below. They are weaponless. Cup and Hot Rod decide if they're going to go out, they're going to go out fighting. It's Demolition Derby style. They <laughs> go into their respective automobile modes, and what they circle the... P- this. Yeah, it's interesting. They circle the perimeter of the pool, and I guess they've got such velocity that they turn it into a whirlpool, which they use oh, yeah. to ramp out of the pool. I, words can't describe what's happening on screen. I think you described it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. They have more sharp. I
3: remember like being a kid in a pool, and it took a lot more time to get a whirlpool going. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. You had to run slow motion along <laughs> the perimeter for a hefty chunk of time. But also, we weren't race cars, so... True, true. Yeah,
1: give yourself some credit. You did the best you could.
2: <laughs> With my awful flesh body, yeah. <laughs>
1: but at the end of the day, those Sharktacons were going to eat your ass.
3: <laughs> I like how it's kind of like um, like a leopard seal. The second that the Sharktacons get on land,
2: they're useless. Yeah, oh, 100%.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of car smashing. It's a like bowling alley Sort of vibe, <laughs> lots of groups of them being smashed by Cup and Hot Rod. At some point, they transform, and I don't know why they did. They were doing really well with their mm. initial strategy, but they decide to go into robot mode and start melee fighting these things. And they are doing a lot well they they hold their own, but it's not as good as when they were in car mode. Maybe it's an energy <laughs> thing. I don't know.
2: I love Cup ripping the tail off the one and using it using as an improvised it, yes.
1: weapon. Absolutely. It's so good. It's yeah, great.
2: I like the moment coming up where Hot Rod kind of like jukes and one of the Shark Decons gets the other yes. one. It's pretty good.
1: i think that's right I here right
2: here yeah he punches his teeth out too
1: and the animation <laughs> is just excellent at this mm-hmm. part as well like mm-hmm. sl- gross
5: <laughs> part.
3: it's super gross I, this is really where the comedy starts like, it's really, it's like a magic movie they're just like what if we really put like a quick comedic break
1: <laughs> yeah I, maybe we needed it so.
2: well i mean right after this is gonna be the junkie ons right
1: yeah uh, we'll get back yeah yeah the Quintesson prosecutor, he demands this execution to commence, but here comes the comedy, baby. Excuse me.
5: <laughs> Squash.
1: Door falls right on top of him. <laughs> Dinobot says, excuse me. I don't know what to ask for.
3: Perfect. What is his They've name? They've been trying really hard to teach Slag manners. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, that's Slag. That's right. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. What's his new name? Slug. That's not offensive Slug. in the Slug. UK. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's so funny because the U- people in the UK can drop the c word like it's a like it's an cunt. adjective, but but uh, <laughs> yeah, but slag is problematic. <laughs> this is
2: a safe place. You can say cunt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, we've got Wheelie. This is kind of charming. I kind of like how he rides on
0: Grimlock's Grimlock. neck. I think it's. Kind of I'm
2: cool. okay with Wheelie when he's not talking.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I think we only have one more line and then he doesn't talk the rest of the movie.
1: Perfect. Like you said, perfect. Thank well, God. Didn't we have an acronym, per, the perfect wheelie ratio or something Wheelies like Wheelies per minute. <laughs> WPMs. That's right.
2: I um, mean, you could use RPM rhymes per minute.
1: Oof. Ooh, dang. We need to have a wheelie Twista competition. The, r- <laughs> the rapper Twista. I don't know why you're looking at me like I know. Because you love the rap.
0: You love music.
2: Who is Twista? <laughs>
1: Get out of here, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Twista the famous Chicago rapper on the cover I, of the Source magazine with the watch with the bezel.
2: Literally. I know no you have no idea, idea what I'm talking, talking about. <laughs> and there's no
0: reason that you would. There's one, one guy me, in our listening audience who's like
2: Twist Represent! from Chicago <laughs> cover watch.
1: He raps really fast. That's all you really need to know. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Okay, Grimlock Dinobots on the scene. Any troubles that Cup and Hot Rod were having with the Sharktacons Uh-oh. are now over because all Grimlock has to do is roar at them. And they are really under his control at this point. And he directs... He's spreading
3: the union message. <laughs>
1: That's right. Grimlock is a great union leader. You're right. Execute them. instead of. But instead of unionizing a Starbucks, he sends <laughs> the Sharktacons to go kill the (laughs) quintessence which they do
2: i love that
1: and then they bring democracy to their workplace
2: workers of the world (laughs) unite
3: (laughs) and look as soon as they have like the union fever they work together (laughs) so
2: they world war z it up that
0: round. yes they do
1: <laughs> Sorry, a bit of a tangent, but we are in a union fever right now. I'm excited. I hope yeah. it, there's like oh, it's I hope there's a lot more of it. It's it's insane. it happens. It's like more in New York than anywhere else. It feels like, but
2: hopefully yeah, it I spreads. mean, we actually have some ties to some of the Starbucks that are trying to unionize.
1: Oh, really? That's awesome.
2: Yeah, one of our friends from college uh, worked at that store in Ithaca where they uh, successfully started their union, and then the store immediately got shut down. <laughs>
5: no.
1: So now
2: they're trying to kind of battle that in court and all. Typical. That, you know. Yeah.
1: I listened to an interesting interview the other day. Sorry about the tangent, but uh, with I think it was also in New York, or it was definitely in the Northeast. It was a Trader Joe's that they're trying to unionize, which was shocking to me because I've always like – considered Trader Joe's a, a relatively progressive kind of company, or at least that's their perception that they're trying to, to oh, uh, yeah. give off. And uh, But no, they're shit, just like, no. just like everybody else. And these <laughs> just like every are, other corporation. Right, and they're working to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Sharkticon Union. I'll join that local Maybe 401.
2: Right, yeah. Let's see, let's see. <laughs>
0: Actually, we could make that a poster. That could, We do a lot of propaganda posters. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So you all are looking for evidence of the Minimus Ambus.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every day.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: every day I am eyes peeled, Minimus washed, 2K22. <laughs> well,
1: it's so much better because, every, well, not every incarnation, I guess really starting with IDW. Now they did some in the Dreamwave comics as well, but they've incorporated this idea that it, most of Ultra Magnus is like a armor that's Power. added to another being.
2: hmm
3: it's fun. It's a fun, I think, mythology for a figurehead.
2: Yeah. And I like retroactively applying things to like previous continuity sure. It makes no sense. It just makes me happy. Mm-hmm. All right, the Junkions. Oh, here we go. Dare to be stupid. Are on the scene. Yes. <laughs> we yeah. did
1: yeah, we I guess I didn't set this up. We're on Junkion. Unbeknownst to the Autobots. The locals are preparing for a fist flying free for all and Blur, RC, Springer, and Daniel, they are they're crying around <laughs> The smoking remains of Ultra Magnus. Uh, That's been a long day.
2: figures that Daniel has lost in one <laughs> day.
1: He's, he's dead. It's emotional. First Prime, then Magnus. These guys just can't hang on to a leader. But, again, no time to grieve. And, by the way, nobody's grieved for Hot Rod Cup and the Dinobots.
0: In no. the script, R.C. actually says first Hot Rod, then Ultra Magnus. Yeah. Uh, mm. But uh, not
2: the Dynavots. Yeah, <laughs> nobody Pop. cares.
0: I just, think, I would just assume you would just think they're probably fine. <laughs> like <laughs> they're scrappy, they're orange, they're tan, and
1: they're more than a little suspicious of outsiders. Friends, <laughs> it's the Junkions, and these people fight with nets, chains, axes. <laughs> There's so many of them, and they are very resilient. To they're everywhere. Damage. You knock them this apart. Is
2: like full scale Mad Max shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: they easily repair themselves and jump back into action. Here is a scene I'll just call out real quick. I'm sure I could put this in slow motion, but just keep an eye on Perceptor. Oh. This is really funny. We're at the uh, okay. we're at uh, on my version 1 minute and 2 seconds and oh wait, I'm sorry, 1 hour 2 minutes 18 seconds into this.
0: So he just yeah, takes off running. <laughs> Because what else is he gonna do? <laughs> he's
3: fucking microscope. It's
0: true. Throughout this whole thing, we two see Perceptor is just running, and he's keeping oh. up.
3: Oh, poor guy. I do love the junkyans though, because you have like the one who is the motorcycle and the one riding them. And then if like they get knocked over, the one who was the rider will become the motorcycle, We've and the motorcycle to will become the rider. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool.
1: Take a break, bro. And I don't know which one is taking the break—the motorcycle guy or the rider guy. <laughs> Yeah, it's very Mad Mech style, bike versus car battle scenes. There's some Springer versus Retgar melee action. Just as Springer is about to get it, Retgar gets a bonk on the head from
0: our friend Daniel. You go boy. <laughs> I do like RC's like um James Bond style uh oh, wheel yeah. spike.
1: <laughs> that is included oh, in the official right. Takara masterpiece edition of RC. That's nice. just what
2: women be like.
1: <laughs> Having spinny parts. Yeah. How come nobody's made the meme where the guy is with his girlfriend and he's looking back at another girl but replace the heads with Springer Hot Rod and RC? Surely. Is this an right. original? Is this an original thought?
0: Nobody take that 20-year-old joke.
3: I am writing it down. <laughs> so many junkies. Oh, eons. I really love the junkies. Just
0: They're so cool. Fun designs, the yeah. There's one we I I th- I guess it must have been when we were doing the movie. We looked up all like cuz there's some of these junkies do have weird names. Like there's one named like um there's one named Nancy. Which is yeah, weird.
1: Well, th- They all have they all have trash related names like junk heap or like uh detritus is trash one. pile detritus but I then you go detritus, through the names yeah. of them and then it's like nancy <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> who and which nancy by the way is a junkie on but she's actually the model for that character is just a rehashed lithonian female oh form. yeah
2: oh interesting
1: yeah not i guess <laughs> <laughs> it just shows that they continue to be lazy <laughs> into guessing? into season three they're just they just continue to be lazy i wish that we had an opportunity to dive more into the lithonians and i'm surprised idw didn't do that but
3: That's it, is, uh, it feels like store. an untapped resource yeah Ugh, springer
2: Harper really got some beef with Springer. What's oh. your
1: problem with Springer?
2: I just don't like him. I find him annoying. <laughs> in
1: this movie I think we, or in I think all we've of sourced the
2: sourced it to IDW two.
3: That's yeah. what he said last time. IDW two is part of the problem. Oh, okay. He's such an
2: ass. Okay.
0: I, had I him didn't as... get to Springer in I... IDW two, so he was a fun toy. I had him as a toy that was pretty cool, but I don't really care about him otherwise.
2: <laughs> Did he
3: effectively triple change? Yes. Yeah, fair Good. enough. That's cool.
0: We we're watching his, that blade becomes his
4: helicopter blade.
3: Oh, so well now, now he's fucked. He can't I know fly. that's
4: yeah <laughs> he can't fly. So there's a we're we're doing season three right now on our podcast, and I'm going to give you a spoiler, but there's a scene where the Autobots are on this random planet of garbage and goo, and it's not it's controlled by the Junkions, but it's not. But you junkion. don't know that at the time. And this machine's mm-hmm. coming along, kind of harvesting scrap out of this goo, and Springer get the. Gets sucked up into the into the this harvester and gets chopped up into pieces, lot much like a la Ultra Magnus. And RC is like, oh my god! And and Rodimus Prime goes, gross, <laughs> gross. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, I thought you, I saw you guys reference that. Yeah, and <laughs> it's uh,
0: kind of—it's the best line
4: it's ever. Gross, really gross. That, that kind of sums that up his—that sums, uh, that, that sums up that his dynamic, capacity right? for empathy. <laughs> it's true because
0: after he says "gross," like you see Springer getting spit out, and he goes, "Oh, Springo." Yeah,
4: yeah just like, he calls him Springo.
0: That was not a
1: time for our locker room nicknames. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jocular boy
2: Alas, talk. poor Springo. I knew him well. That's gross.
1: <laughs> Daniel kind of saves Springer's life here, yep. which is pretty cool. And before the battle can continue, there's this large, ominous shadow that envelops the, everybody. And there's a pause in the action. And because that large corkscrew Quintessonian ship, it's piloted by Cup, Hot Rod, Wheelie, and the dinos. The gang is all back together.
2: The sh- I love this ship. Yeah.
1: It's mm-hmm. so cool. The ship sinks into the Junkion landscape. The team emerges, much to the surprise and delight of their comrades. Cup whips out a rifle at the Junkions, who you know he can tell they're a little hostile, and Hot Rod <laughs> slows him down. Hey, guys, let's try the diplomatic path, which I think is pretty cool. I think it's another... Nod to his growth, him meant to
0: be growing. Yeah,
2: this is one of my favorite hot rod lines where he's like, What's that universal greeting again? No, never mind. Instantly, (laughs) never
0: mind. (laughs) I remember.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the fact that we have audio of hot rod saying bong has been underutilized. (laughs) Hot rod and cup,
1: bing bong,
4: (laughs) (laughs) bing bong.
1: The universal greeting—it actually yields a lot better results than when Cup used it earlier. Uh, and the Junkions, the Autobots—they go from suspicious oh. foes to fox trotting friends
0: in no time whatsoever. I fucking love this dance party.
3: <laughs> it's so it's the best part of the movie.
0: <laughs> also, my favorite part is that Hot Rod and Rekkar are dancing together in like this I really get... like di- like crazy dynamic moves.
2: Yeah. Also, it's... where did the Hot Rod get more Energon snacks?
0: Maybe on the ship. <laughs> the
2: we ship. Did, we He's holding out. He's been making them.
0: Yeah. Or maybe they regenerate. I don't know. I do like this <laughs> part where you them. see the Dinobots dancing in Dino mode.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and like, listen. Slag is going slag so is hard. <laughs>
4: yeah. I don't know if we ever see the... Uh... Dinobots in robot mode. We the see them in robot mode. They were Grimlock was in robot beginning. mode in the ship. They're at the
0: right. in the beginning. They're in robot mode when they attack Unicron. Oh, okay. Oh, but they t- yeah, no, they, that's, that's right. true.
3: Oh, I also love Wheelie and Daniel
2: breakdancing. Yes. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs>
1: Slag is just jumping up and yeah, down. Yeah, he's
0: doing the giant <laughs> toddler dance. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, he's doing like punk show jumping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they're really cutting a fucking rug there.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm getting some Our Flag Means Death vibes from this scene. I just feel yeah. like it's just a bunch of good old boys having a good
0: old time. And now we can shot. mark that off the bingo. Aaron has mentioned <laughs> Our Flag Means Death.
2: I love Grimlock's like shock and horror at being smooth.. <laughs>
0: being He's a king. <laughs>
2: yeah. You can't kiss uh. a king.
0: <laughs> His eyes are so... It's animated. It's so just... silly. It's kind of adorable, though. Oh,
4: His
1: yeah. eyes are so wide. <laughs> He's taken some mushrooms and they just kicked <laughs> in.
2: If he was a real T-Rex, he wouldn't be able to, we- to like reach his face. Mm. <laughs> his arms would be He'd too tiny. He'd just be
1: pawing at his neck.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, this is the Ewok moment, guys. This is- it's way better than any Ewok moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ewoks you? don't watch TV. <laughs> Speaking of TV... Retgar explains their television based terminology and Cup gets in on the act. As we referenced, Grimlock gets uh, smooched by a Junkion and then the Junkions accomplish the improbable. They gather all of Ultra Magnus' parts and reassemble him. He is still alive, everyone.
3: It's a miracle.
1: (laughs) A Christmas miracle
3: though it's one of my favorite kind of like sci-fi tropes that pops up every once in a while it's like we have been watching your television and that's Mm -hmm. why we understand you
4: (laughs) yeah very and that's a i mean being this is an 80s movie that was also that was a huge that was a huge trope Mm -hmm. and i love it every time yeah it's good stuff
2: (laughs) so like we don't actually see what parts of ultra magnus are brought together but like most of what we see is them putting things back onto the torso yeah so that's where our theory lives and dies. <laughs> yes.
1: Although that we do see his open chest where the mag or where the matrix, matrix. would go, and so. If there is oh, I think a, he's
2: inside there, though. If like, there's that's an, a false bottom.
1: Maybe so, yeah. I mean, if there is an animus Mim- mimbus in there, then, ambus. if there's an animus mongoose in there,
2: then, if then, there's a black mamba in that thing.
1: Then he basically <laughs> just is staring isn't. at a matrix the whole time. It's just like just shoved in where his face is. I, wanna... I
2: think he would find that very peaceful. <laughs>
4: I would like to ask him about his death experience.
1: Yeah, what did you see on the other side? It's like, there is no God.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, what is it? Darkness. Like flatliners or... uh,
2: (laughs) Or like martyrs.
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: If anybody wants to get in on that. Missed
1: opportunity to put Kiefer Sutherland and Julia Roberts in this movie.
2: (laughs) Sorry, I
5: don't get that one. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Flatliners
1: reference.
4: 1990 movie called Flatliners where they intentionally kill themselves to do what, Ryan?
0: Uh, they're they're just the exper- experiencing the other side. Yeah. They're medical students. But
4: they
2: bring... That one was remade, so that's why yeah. I didn't realize. Oh,
4: yeah, the-, the 1990 version, not the 2017 version.
2: I'm trying to remember who's in the 2017 version. They're
4: both bad.
2: <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> but oh, you get to annoying. see a
0: little dick in the 1990 one. A little dick. I mean,
2: that, you yeah. know, that counts for a lot. That's a, like a whole star a, on IMDb.
4: It's a good Kevin Bacon. Uh, oh, Kevin Bacon. Next, is next that's who's that? That? Oh. Yeah, It's a good. It's a good one to connect. You know, you can get to Kevin Bacon through that one. Mm-hmm. Well. Is one of the Baldwin brothers in that? Bill? Uh, I think it's
0: William. Oh
1: man, just I haven't the, I haven't
0: thought about flatliners in a long time. That movie <laughs> yeah, freaked yeah, me out. It's a. Freak, it's, a... <laughs> it's pretty weird. It's weird. All
1: right, so the the Matrix is still gone though, but. There's still hope we can get to Unicron in the Quintesson and Junkion ships and destroy him. It's the only play we've got. So kill the Grand Poobah. The good guy robots (laughs) load up in their respective ships and take off to go find Unicron.
3: I do like that the Junkions are immediately on board. They have no idea who Unicron is. I think and they, they're just
2: like, no, we want to fuck shit up.
1: Yeah, they love a we good tussle. We dance
2: together, that's a bond that cannot be broken. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh,
2: I think the Junkie go.
1: on ship looks cool, too. All right, here we are, yeah, our third act. All right, we're almost we're almost through it. We transition to Unicron. Galvatron is flexing hard. <laughs> He's got the Matrix. He believes he can now command Unicron, but all he manages to do is piss Unicron off. He can't open the matrix at the end of the day, so it's really just a quartz bookend at this point. <laughs> and Unicron's Oh, go ahead. Great
2: piece of jewelry. Yeah,
1: a, a, a lot a of G-
2: ice around his neck.
1: A Jesus piece, which uh, I guess I'm the only person that <laughs> <laughs> likes We're to talk about. Making that, that happen. It's, it's not <laughs> that we believe. It's in. not that
4: we don't like to talk about it's it. Just I don't understand. Just,
1: why don't no, you guys I love like that me?
2: phrase? It's good.
1: Unicron reveals his true form, panels flip, openings open, sounds of steam and modestly lubricated grinding metal emanate from the planetary form, and about a minute or so later we see that Unicron is also a Transformer with a rather imposing horned and bearded robot mode. He's a giant space viking.
0: (laughs) This transformation is pretty cool, and it's also completely spoiled by the trailer. The uh, trailer for this movie shows this part.
2: Oh, sorry, lame. Ryan. Which is
0: see, stupid. I like
4: how his abs appear. Like, the, the his yeah. abs appear. <laughs> Slide back. Yeah.
3: I will say, seeing this, I kind of understood why people were spending like six hundred dollars on the toy. I'm like, okay, that's yeah, that's cool. It's, I guess I get it.
0: It's
4: pretty. Amazing, <laughs> it's pretty.
0: Yeah. Uh, Aaron has one. It's pretty awesome it's very it's huge i mean it's a really
4: big (laughs) yeah the the toy is so big aaron's like i don't know if i have i can handle it
1: i I kind of want to get rid of it just because it is so overwhelming
4: in the presence in the display and there's nowhere to put it he's got a he's got dozens of really nice transformers but this one he can't <laughs> it's it's like that. It needs its own room with a with a spotlight on it. Just in like in the center. Center. Yeah.
2: That's been my favorite convention news recently: is people talking about bringing their unicorns like in a stroller <laughs> it's so big.
1: That's funny. It is toddler esque. I've never turned it into a robot. It's really just in planet mode. But
2: <laughs> turn into a robot and swaddle it. <laughs> yell at it. Will, it. will
1: it? breastfeed it. <laughs>
2: yeah. <Yell at laughs>
1: I like Caleb said to breastfeed it. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> yeah. hold it upon my tender. I can't bosom. get my Unicron teeth, yes. to latch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my Unicron's having tantrums in the grocery store.
4: <laughs> that's why. That's why um, TFCon is hosting. They're going to have special Unicron wet nurses there this year. <laughs> nice. As long as they have a pumping room for me, that's then I'll I'll be yes, I'll absolutely.
1: be happy.
2: There's going to be like a Unicron playpen. put everybody
4: puts their unicrons what a what a what a fucked up weird situation that would be i kind of want to do that i kind of want to steal all the unicorns. i want to see it i want to see have
2: a unicorn play date yeah
1: i went to a conference for i can't even remember what it was for but it was in austin texas this was like 10 or 12 years ago and at this conference they had a pen that just had armadillos running around in it this isn't a hotel
4: (laughs) huh gross Armadillo. What do you mean gross? gross. Ah, armadillos.
0: They're adorable.
2: <laughs> armadillos are great. Armadillos are I thought they gave you they leprosy. leprosy. They
0: do carry leprosy.
2: They carry. Yeah. They don't give it to you necessarily.
1: How do you get leprosy?
2: Well, It's very complicated. Listen to a podcast.
1: Okay. It's actually
0: not that complicated. <laughs> I don't have time to explain it to you. It's not as cont- It's not as contagious as you think.
2: It's not. It's really not. Most I think it pe- has to be a combination of like open sore to open wound contact. Yeah. Thank- and most I'm not people, 100% confident on that. Most
0: people are naturally immune to it. It's Thank- it doesn't okay. affect that many people. Thank God. So gonna-
1: <laughs> so So I. So what you're saying is Go I, can, lick a I, can, I can fuck a leper?
0: Um, it is sexually transmitted.
2: <sighs> you can <laughs> hold fine. an armadillo and you'll probably be fine. All
0: right. I believe we call it hot, hot Hodgkin's disease now?
2: Hopkins disease? Yeah.
0: They've, oh, re-branded. Hod- Hopkins, okay. no, right. They've rebranded. It's
1: not Hodgkin's disease; It's cancer. Hopkins.
0: Okay. They've rebranded it.
2: Hodgkin's lymphoma.
0: Anyway, that is uh,
4: the <laughs> leper talk. <laughs> That's our, our APDC armadillo hour.
5: Love it. That was our leper lecture. That's
4: what I li- a leper lecture. That's what
1: I live for. <laughs> okay, Unicron planet mode. <laughs> He had been considering Ugh. sparing Cybertron, but because Galvatron done fucked up, he's gonna tear this shit just apart.
2: wrist deep in that
1: planet.
2: <laughs> That's right. I like how we get a live Shockwave reaction.
3: Yeah,
4: <laughs> I know we're under attack.
2: No one's I list- think Shockwave has one line in this movie.
4: Yeah, poor lonely Shockwave. No one's listening to him anyway. As if like it's sitting super obvious in the script. He dies in this scene. Oh, how Uh, he's
0: in a tower that Unicron smashes. (laughs) He's
4: in that tower, (laughs) just like Shockwave's lonely tower. That's Um, lonely tower. Yeah, he says Decepticons.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He says Decepticons scramble, but they are already scrambling. (laughs) We got this.
3: Also, there's so many
2: of them. Since when is this many?
1: Yeah, interesting to see the the random varieties. They've, They've
2: cracked the code. On Reproduction. <laughs> yes.
1: We've, we've got some cone heads. They try to
0: attack Unicron, but get eaten. Maybe. I mean, they're in season three, so I guess they're fine. They got better.
3: <laughs> I mean, well, because we do see that Daniel stops the digestion process. It's so true. Maybe they make it out. That's true. Also, Obviously. they should have known that they couldn't uh, best Unicron because they don't have the power of Stan Bush on their side. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No.
5: Yeah.
2: If the touch isn't playing, you can't do it.
5: Nope. <laughs>
1: go ahead what's up
0: no I was just gonna say there's a part here where we see whenever the uh, the junkie on ship and the quintesson ship approach you'll see like five little glowing dots next to it which I think is meant to be the Dinobots flying as well on this scene right I think here so in, in a little bit yeah it's not, it's not yet so the Dinobots First, never got in those ships they just no, flew they, got in them. Them. they got in them but you, you know they get out before they crash into the eye because they attack unicron in a little bit okay unicron yeah, kick his butt yep unicron <laughs> is finally fed up with
1: galvatron so he <laughs> devours him but doesn't munch him up you think he'd use some teeth action Ugh. at this point <laughs> on he's
3: just too little it's like could you, you think you could accurately
2: bite like a single bacteria
1: mm-hmm. okay
2: one single krill <laughs>
1: The Autobot teams arrive. They are in sight of Cybertron. The very, just the visual of taking in Unicron's gargantuan form just there
2: leaves them awestruck. Oh, oh I yeah, see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Godzilla shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cup is I always speechless. thought of it as frozen breath or something.
1: I don't know. Doesn't matter. In the Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, that's the breath that would uh, turn you turn back you into, into a, a turtle. turtle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron uh,
0: and I played the arcade game of Turtles in Time recently, and we beat it we
1: on did. easy mode.
0: <laughs> so, not to brag, but uh, that's Super Contra oh, or Contra MLGs Three over there. Yeah, we played Contra Three, and we were very bad at it. Yeah, no bueno. This is interesting to everybody. Yep. <laughs>
1: So, Hot Rod's team, they cruise in for an attack. Their needle-like ship is immediately destroyed. Hot Rod guides the front of the ship to crash through Unicron's glass eye. And so, they're in in his skull at this point. I saw Perceptor just now. I don't remember if he we talked about that in the, junkie that. On in the ship. Junkion ship. But where are Magnus and Blur? They just they basically disappear from the
0: movie. They do, point. but I think the implication is they're also in the Junkion ship. Okay. Most of the team... Takes a long fall to a share. They
1: share a platform. They all fall in the same place. Unicron's internal immune system releases offenses to kill the team. So they, being Springer, Daniel Cup, and RC, they all take the hell off with these snaky claw arms chasing them as they go. By the way, this was Daniel' death moment, <laughs> probably number twelve oh, it was such by a this long time.
3: <laughs> like
1: he, he has inertial dampers, sure,
3: and like he lands on his
2: too like his ankles are fucked
1: Mm -hmm. maybe he reversed polarities at the last second
2: (laughs) I would assume the exosuit can like handle some g-forces absolutely Uh, yeah like convert that shit
1: well we have to believe that because he's alive
0: (laughs) we have no choice
1: (laughs) but to believe it hot rod is caught up he's separated from the team by kind of getting snagged on some internal spiky spikes (laughs) but he eventually completes his fall to this mysterious mysterious dark o- almost uh it's almost like a sanctum like area that... is
0: this is the part where the like straight up universal horror movie music plays i think oh there's it's... like organ pipe yeah, organ yeah. songs yeah <laughs> it's
2: pretty intense i love intense. the shot of galvatron coming up too
1: mm-hmm. it's like so him cool in the
2: darkness smoking. yeah the shadow no, very Derek
3: hale of him very what <laughs> Derek hale he's a character from the teen wolf tv show oh my
1: lord i need to go back in time 10 years so i can be in sync with your pop culture
3: <laughs> or just don't
1: <laughs> and i can live 10 years longer ryan Ugh. <laughs>
2: okay. why would you want to do that in no thank you
1: <laughs> yeah i'll get to live long enough to see america actually turn fascist one hundred percent. this is fun all right
2: okay. i don't think you really have to wait now you're
1: i'll see time. that in my I lifetime no problem here Okay, the the darkness is broken only by the shining light of the Matrix hanging around Galvatron's neck. And for a moment, it seems like maybe we're going to have a little duo team-up situation. Because Galvatron's like, we have a common foe. But then Unicron gets all up in Galvatron's head. (laughs)
0: And we're we're just going to have a fight after all. Uh, Maybe you should kill him. Mm, I think you should. (laughs)
2: Maybe so. So
1: it's another sort of one shall stand, one shall fall situation. Galvatron and Hot Rod are just kind of duking it out, doing their thing.
3: Did With we... so many like environmental dangers around them, it's amazing <laughs> nobody's skewered.
0: Here we go. Here's my boy. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yes. Oh, the, yeah. Robot yes.
2: mode for a sec.
0: The
1: battle continues outside of Unicron. The Dinobots deal some solid damage despite their relatively small size. It's a hit and run situation.
0: Yeah, this is where Grimlock kicks butt. This is, they are the only ones who co- deal actual damage to Unicron, which I... Because
2: they will... attack the rear. <laughs> <laughs> this is his weak spot. Yeah, oh, they're exactly. so good. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> I mean, they do legit damage here. Sure. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Start grabbing it. He should scratch his... It'd be funny if he's, like, scratching
3: his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's like little bug bites. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he says
1: me, Grimlock, need new strategy, but that worked out. I would just yeah, say it's pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. Rinse and repeat. Just keep doing that.
5: God damn it, Daniel!
1: Yeah, no, it's it's a running, it's a recurring theme in the movie. Yeah, Springer Cup RC Daniel Blur are running through some Unicronian corridors. The Pinches are still chasing him down. Daniel falls. He's enveloped by the Pinchers. So everybody just starts taking shots at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: Does this count as a near death Daniel moment?
1: I counted it as that. It's contentious though in the hallways <laughs> of the Autopod. <laughs> Aaron made a big <laughs> to do about
2: it. And there was that shot of R C there. That was our cover art for a long while. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, Photoshop yeah. some stunner shades on her. <laughs> and
0: then they get separated. Yeah,
1: that's I, the lasers. They I guess they hit some interior lining, and on the other side of that lining is a whole lot of liquid. Some
0: kind of he's a Unicron's it's a, a squirter.
1: <laughs> it's a gusher. So in your in your canon, Ryan, this
0: is um uh This
2: is ejaculate?
0: This is Yeah, it's a real Missy Monroe moment.
2: Oh, what's it called? Um there's a specific term for it. I can't remember though.
1: It's not um, Lady spooge
2: No, it's not Lady spooge I don't have the book that it's actually in. It's a Mary Roach book. It's an actual research oh. book. Yeah, read Bonk by Mary Roach if you want to have your work. Oh, I,
0: I have I read it. It's been forever though. Yeah, I've so read good? a lot of her books.
2: Oh yeah, I'm working my way through all of them. I think the only one I haven't read so far is Packing for Mars.
0: Is it fiction? It's okay. Nonfiction. I was no, not... it's
2: all nonfiction. She just does like deep dive research. Yeah, like okay. she Sorry, has a book uh, Brian, called. What were you saying?
0: Oh, I was just gonna say Packing for Mars is okay. It's not what I necessarily. It's not as detailed as I kind of wanted it to be. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, Corpse is good. Um, uh, she does like yeah, she's great. You're talking about stiff. That's what I meant.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh there's stiff, bones, Spook, gulp.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: There's more. I don't remember. Yeah.
0: Good she's good.
1: Just not enough female ejaculate in the Mars. I can never board.
0: get enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well,
4: Um, in this situation, it looks like our merry band of Autobots are getting plenty. (laughs) (laughs) They are awash. Yeah, they're lost. In in ejaculate. Lost. Lost, Whatever the scientific word for that means. I'm also going to
2: count this as the seventh Daniel near death experience. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, He is for danger. He is separated. (laughs) He's washed away from the group. And eventually he will emerge from the rapids. He's caught up in some waves, some rapids. This
0: is a pretty cool, like bit yeah, where like is. the just like the dropping through and the first oh, person perspective yeah. yeah it's nice
2: it's not clear how he gets from there to where he goes though no Yeah,
1: this seem i guess it seems like he went into uh, a he got to an area where it, i what? guess the waters weren't as strong and it just happens to be right here by although i think this is an, an is this an animation here oh, this is I awful. i mean this is an awful scene well note smelting oh. pool daniel yeah. is still in the water he hasn't gotten out of it yet and now and the next
2: scene, he's just kind of like he's dunked.
1: right there on the he's going to be you're going to see him on the platform. You see him right. over Oh, here?
3: yeah. Oh, that's actually a reused frame that they just put earlier.
1: <laughs> and here he is just getting out of that water. <laughs> well, now I hate the movie.
2: <laughs> Cancel the podcast. <laughs> Delete all your episodes. The movie's bullshit.
0: We've had it. This is pretty gross. Yeah.
1: Like, so we're at, I, I don't know what this is, if it's kind of a digestion chamber or what. but I think that's the implication. The, the, Stomach. It's a mechanism inside of Unicron. It's basically an acid pit, and above that is a rail line that's carrying the unlucky life forms that happen to have been caught up in all of whatever his internal defense systems are. And they're being dropped into this acid pit, and we see a few robots get just molten into pudding by being dropped in there. And who else is up there?
5: dad spike
1: Spike, <laughs> bumblebee cliff jumper jazz they're all up there and they need daniel's help because they are seconds away from getting dropped into this pit daniel fires on the uh <laughs> the uh, he has a little you know some goofy moments here but he ends up firing on the acid pit which uh, he hits a piston that causes part of the lid to come down and guess what everybody's safe
3: I do love that I don't. Nobody gave me a gun in exchange. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a gun.
0: It
1: Corey is. Burton also just to his acting ability and how
4: he um, like you believe he's in.
0: Oh, he's yeah, he's terrorized. Great. Oh, yeah,
4: yeah. Hmm. I was when we originally did this. I always joked about this scene, how like you know half of it's still open, and either the the other life forms are either like hitting the landing on the plate or still falling in the <laughs> other half, and they're not doing anything about it, right? There you go.
1: Maybe we assume that the plate was enough to save everybody. I'm hoping. Oh. <laughs> Megatron. or I'm sorry. His name is Galvatron. Yes. And Hot Rod, they continue their fight. We're catching up on that. It's a little one-on-one action. Some great punching, shooting, and grappling. Hot Rod, ultimately, he does really good. He holds his own, despite the fact that he's not as super powered as Galvatron. But eventually, we'll see Galvatron manage ah. to get
4: a hold on him. So yep. oh. I'm gonna be a bum- buzzkill. I'm gonna have to do it. I'm gonna leave in five minutes. It sounds good. Okay. But you can Finally. keep going, and I'll, I'll just have to <laughs> say goodbye to people so and rude. all that. But <laughs> we'll we'll get to we'll get through this. I want to get through the the touch again here and then I'm gonna. You just gotta to get, get it. through it.
2: Yeah.
4: <laughs> just slog through. Galvatron is
1: delivering a nice little "I'm about to kill you" speech <laughs> about first Prime, then Magnus. Now you. Galvatron gives, uh, it's a it's a nice toxic speech, but as he's doing that, Hot Rod <laughs> manages to secretly slip his fingers through the grip of the Matrix, and it's responding to him. It ultimately is going to grant Hot Rod, now Rodimus Prime, the power to break Galvatron's grip and withstand some plasma shots. And we hear Optimus Prime's voice. That feels nice, right? It's fine.
2: Oh, do we hear Optimus Prime? <laughs> yeah, he says, he, a, say?
0: a, "He says, arise, Rodimus Prime.
2: Oh. Hmm. I did
3: not notice that. Definitely didn't clock it. And here we go. Yeah, because then, then... Stan then, Bush begins playing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the key to any Unicron murder party, Stan Bush. The difference, <laughs> the difference between Hot Rod and Rodimus Prime, as far as I can tell, he's stronger, but it's really about two feet and a couple of extra lines on his face. Yep.
2: And like two octaves lower. Right. A significant chunk of vocal gravel.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I prefer his cartoon voice over Judd Nelson's portrayal here, but that's probably. I like Judd Nelson's hot rod. As Rodimus, I think it falls a little flat, but.
2: Mm. I'll have to listen to some clips, contrast Ah. and compare.
1: Rodimus picks up Galvatron and chucks him through Unicron's flesh into deep space never to be seen (laughs) at least through the rest (laughs) of this movie yeah then he proceeds to open up the matrix its crystal core emitting stronger light and heavenly energy that sears through all of unicron's internal corridors and organs shit's exploding everywhere Unicron rips off his own leg. We, <laughs> we
2: gotta true. get the
0: hell out of here. So weird. He also digs his fingers into himself, which yeah. is very well. Strange. He's
2: probably feeling a very significant amount of pain.
0: I would have, I suppose, discomfort. he's lost his
1: goddamn mind. Empathizing with Unicron always a good mm-hmm. thing to do. <laughs> Guys, I feel a little sorry for him right now. Uh, oh, he's really... I, I don't
2: think I was empathizing with him. I was just saying like that probably yeah. feels bad. He's
1: got beams shooting through both of his nipples. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you just hate to see it. You
1: do. It's <laughs> the worst.
2: Nobody likes that sensation.
1: Daniel regroups with Springer's team and then that collective regroups with the new improved Hot Rodimus Prime. I knew he had potential. Did you guys know he had potential? I heard that <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I heard it through the grapevine
1: <laughs> the team escapes Unicron's innards as he literally tears himself apart they transform they drive out of there they exit through the opposite so eyeball dumb. from which they enter if
0: you notice when they escape like Rodimus who I think it's supposed to be Rodimus is colored like Ultra Magnus I mean it's a tiny tiny little bit it's so weird like the way the animation error is and when they drive through the eye in just a second and what out. are those not things? Out. I think that was I think to be his finger. f-
4: fingers, like his fingernails. In just seconds, but that's not what there. His they're hands flying are away. Like,
3: <laughs> oh he. Oh. oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I love Rodimus's new vehicle mode. I too. do too. <laughs>
1: like, I like it. The space Winnebago.
3: I am an RV.
1: <laughs> Unicron mumbles about his destiny as his body spasms into its final moments. An initial explosion. Blows Unicron's head clean off, and a larger secondary explosion shreds his body to pieces. It's all over. So we close has things we out.
2: We actually joined the Dinobot Polycule. <laughs> <laughs> he's just hanging around. He just likes Grimlock. No. Oh, so he's not like in the Polycule. He's just attacked.
0: carry me. <laughs> <laughs>
5: He didn't rhyme it. What, what
1: if he's humping him?
5: Ugh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's grinding on that. He hated
3: that. He
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely hated that. <laughs>
1: we close things out very quickly. The Autobot team is regrouped on Cybertron. Rodimus appears from a platform, platitudes galore about the end of war and a new age of peace.
0: Until all are one, you got the power. Yeah. Everything will be okay forever.
2: Yeah, we definitely don't have two more seasons of the show.
0: I do remember uh, when a, going to a skating birthday party after seeing this movie and asking the DJ if he could play "You Got the Touch," and he looked at me as if I'd asked if he would pee in my mouth. <laughs> like I don't think he knew what I was talking about like, at all. You know, all.
1: Stan Bush is I know non-hit. You got the touch. <laughs>
2: One of our friends at the. SUNY for doing a queer prom in like 2014 asking them to play a fallout boy song <laughs> and everybody else in the room like standing still and glaring at us
5: oh
1: that's funny. I would think that would have been hot back then like that's wasn't that good
2: no it was American Beauty American Psycho era so everybody oh, okay. had moved on from fallout up <laughs> okay. moved wow, on just... <sighs> kind of yeah
1: We're going to close this thing out. The camera is panning out from the Autobot celebration. Unicron's head has been caught by the gravitational pull of Cybertron and is now a new orbiting satellite, which will forever serve as a reminder of what the Autobots have overcome and achieved. End credits scene. All right. Stick around, Caleb. We have about 15 minutes of end credits. And I'm just joking. (laughs) I, I wish I could stay, but I have
4: to go. That's okay. We forgive you. Thank you. Happy Father's Day. Thank you very much. It was good to see you. Happy
2: Father's Day. Yeah,
4: likewise um, to to you both. um, (laughs) I don't know why I did that. That was weird. (laughs) Top of the Father's (laughs) Day to you. And a Father's
2: Day to you. Me and all of my progeny.
4: (laughs) 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 So uh, it's always fun talking with you guys, so I hope we get to do it again soon. Uh, Or if not soon, at least in a couple of years. (laughs) Or come to Chicago. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it'd lo- yeah. If you can come to Chicago, come hang out. Hopefully everything will be. Hopefully the everything will be fine. But yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: You think after three years, yeah. everything will right. be fine? I think we've
4: turned the corner, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Well, uh, I'll let you guys. I'll leave you guys to it. And uh, bye. See you guys later. Good
2: Days. Good to talk to you.
1: <laughs> I'll scooch over a little bit
4: now.
2: Just the two of you.
1: <laughs> we won't make it if we try or even if we don't try. What's next? I, mean, right.
2: I think we can make it. We're at the end credits.
1: That's right. Let's see here. Okay, the show's over. Here's some little discussion points. Since we last met, there have been several Transformers the Movie-related events in the toy collectibles realm. We referenced the fan-funded Hasbro HasLab Unicron, that giant figure that's hanging out in my <laughs> room. I kind of just want to sell it it's actually going for like three times what you bought it for right now so if some bozo wants to buy it I it would what, probably what actually would make you, me happy
2: what's a good size comparison for like how big it actually is to like hold
1: it's like it's as easily as without the rings like the main body part is as, as big as a beach ball like a big beach ball okay
2: oh my Okay. god <laughs> So, like, smaller than, like, a, an exercise ball, but bigger than, like, a basketball.
1: Somewhere in... Uh, definitely bigger than a basketball. Somewhere in between a beach ball and an exercise ball. Oh, Jesus. I mean, exercise balls gosh. can have big... Di- uh, Had different diameters, too, but... Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's too... The box itself is probably
0: four feet by four feet cubic. Like, it's... It's <laughs> oh my, ridiculous. That's odd. So I'm glad we pulled all the plastic out of the planet to make these goddamn
1: things. (laughs) (laughs) Hasbro has also extended its studio series line that was originally developed for slightly higher-end versions of Bayverse figures to include the 86 movie characters and it's somewhat perplexing that line because it, they were doing original molds but then there's a lot of molds like springer and ultra magnus that they've put in other lines that they should have put in the studio series 86 line anyway to date they have released a jazz cup blur grimlock slug gnaw Starscream, scream gar scourge and a sweep and a hot rod non-perceptor and spike i thought i was running out of things but they kept coming (laughs) upcoming we have an rc and junkyard which is a one of the junkions and a rumored daniel in the mix y'all (laughs) can any reason you all would collect that studio series 86 line
3: Uh, we grab like every once in a while if like we see a character we like i mean
1: yeah back to the cyclonus that's one that they should have put in that studio series 86 line but they just didn't for whatever reason i don't know Basically, we're what's selective. keeping me from buying it is unle- like, I want the Transformers, the movie logo on the box. So nah. that's why I haven't bought that Cyclonus.
2: We haven't kept any of the boxes. <laughs> like oh. we're selective, but our selection has nothing to do with like market value or nostalgia. Sure. It's literally just, hey, do I like this? Yeah, right. I'll pick it up. That's... I brought a it really Tigatron.
1: Are you talking about the <laughs> right. new, the whatever, the Animal Kingdom Tigatron or whatever
3: kingdom? That's Oh,
2: what's... yeah, yeah. Um, what is it?
3: War for Cybertron.
2: War for Cybertron Kingdom, yeah. Which we still haven't watched. We only watched the first leg, and we didn't watch Earthrise, and we didn't watch Kingdom.
1: I think Kingdom is the best piece of it, honestly. Just skip to that.
2: Uh, Well, if we're going to watch it, we're going to watch
1: Fine, it Fine, okay, don't take my advice. I won't. I <laughs> completely refuse. We absolutely won't.
2: Uh, we love to suffer.
1: The only other thing I noted here was the movie recently celebrated a 35th anniversary with a new 4K Blu-ray widescreen edition along with feature-length storyboard and a Stan Bush featurette, Ryan. That's what you've oh. been asking for.
0: Yeah, I've been clamoring. And...
1: <laughs> and they played it at uh, Fathom Events screening at select theaters oh, yeah. over the that September weekend. And... They included quirky stop motion comedy videos featuring the season or I'm sorry, the studio series 86 figures. So that's <laughs> it. Ryan, No, well, I guess we probably, I was going to say let's go to the real world, but let's take a minute to come come down from this movie. <laughs> Did, Bastard. How, how are you all feeling about it? What's your takeaways?
2: It's delightful. <laughs> it's so chaotic, but it's so enjoyable. And I had a really great time.
3: I really, really loved watching it. (laughs) It's just, it's so fun, and I think there's so much, like, so much action, and it should almost feel like it's too much, but I think it works perfectly, because
2: it just keeps you engaged the whole time. Mm -hmm.
0: I I think you guys put it pretty well when you're like, it's just very watchable.
2: Yes. If it's all the best parts of G1, like, shoved into one movie. Mm -hmm. Aside from the absurd animation errors, which I could have done with more of those, (laughs) um but i also understand that you know it's a movie they're putting a little bit more like money into it yeah but it's... i just want like a what, what do we call what was wrong with prowl we call him bowl because it was blue and Prowl <laughs> <laughs> in that one episode uh which one was that that was the one where they're trying to drain the sun of all its energy i'm pretty sure
0: oh. classic plot <laughs>
2: I think cliff jumper gets no, it's um gears.
0: Oh, uh, is the sun tower, is that the one where gears yes. becomes nice?
2: I think it's called is it called changing gears?
0: It's changing gears. It's called, I think
3: yeah.
2: so. Yeah, the one where gears becomes nice and, and there's a shot of prowl who's like hunched on the edges of the encampment, but he's a mix of prowl and blue streak, and also he has no face. <laughs> So like that's classic Primo G1 for me.
1: That's what you needed. You needed more of those kind of errors in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with your point about it really does take the best elements of G1 and gets them all right. And the action, while there is a lot of action, I feel like the action also moves the plot forward appropriately, yeah. where mm-hmm. as opposed yeah. to just being there for the <laughs> sake of being there.
2: hmm I
1: agree. Ryan, do you want to do
5: Rip
2: deviations. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would love to. Um, we spent a lot of time, like, I mean, there are so many script deviations. I kind of picked and chose, like, some of the highlights, um, because um, if you want to hear all the script deviations we did from our review of the movie, I did edit them all together and released them as episodes 87 through 92, so you can give that a listen, uh, and of course you can check give out- Give that our- a listen. <laughs> Whomever wants to check that out. Um... <laughs> There's like it six hours of them. You never know. It's crazy. Um, and of course, you can check out our TFCon panels from Chicago and D.C. on our YouTube. Just not the parts that Just were taken that down part. by the, <laughs> the legacy
1: of the writer of All By Myself, you fucking piece of shit.
0: We're going to find you. Have your balls a
1: tug.
3: <laughs> and that they like gave the rights to Glee. <laughs> yeah. How
0: dare you?
2: Honestly, uh, biggest betrayal. <laughs>
0: In his book, The Games Master, Flint Dilley talks about taking a crack at a rewrite for both Ron Friedman's original Transformers movie script um, and the version I use in our review is probably the second or third Friedman version, which is pretty crazy. Uh, Flint says there were so many drafts it was impossible to keep them straight, and he and Jay Bacall cranked out a draft called The Secret of Cybertron. Uh, which is Unicron was coming to destroy Cybertron, conspiring with the Decepticons. To combat this, the Autobots discovered they could use the Matrix as a key to transform Cybertron. And it had yeah. to be... Basically, it's the Primus story. He transforms into a robot to fight Unicron. Fist fights
2: Unicron. Yeah.
0: Um, in order to do this, it had to be in center, The Matrix had to be inserted at the center of the planet, and the Decepticons had fortified the area. So the Autobots run... Uh, Quote the Transformers equivalent of the charge of the Light Brigade to install the key in one charge we wiped out 90% of the 85 Transformers product line (laughs) so it would have been even worse Uh, as far as as I know Flint Flint still can't find a copy of that original draft but he was cleaning out his closet when we talked about about this to him so maybe he's found it by now Uh, he's released a bunch of stuff that he found in there recently the big bad in this movie is interchangeably in the script called Unicron and Ingester and the reformatted Decepticons not only have a third insignia design that looks like Unicron, but their battle cry is ingester and victory. <laughs> it, so that's weird. I don't
3: know what to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> just, I think that it actually there. <laughs>
0: that might be our next poster is I'm gonna do Galvatron in front of Unicron and Ingester and, and Victory is gonna be the tag. Oh, that's fun! Uh, at one point, Unicron siphons energy off of Earth by having the Decepticons pile up a huge pyramid of energon, and the quote energon cubes start to be sucked dry up through a cold beam into the deepest space with soda straw sucking sounds. <laughs> so I always get confused by that. So they're on Earth, yeah. He, they the and there's a bunch of cubes pile up energon and and a and straw comes through a straw. Like a baby. <laughs> I've never known a baby to use a straw, but you're not hanging around the right babies. <laughs> um, so even worse, Autobot shuttle deaths. Uh, in the Autobot shuttle, Brawn is cut in half by Megatron's fusion cannon. Oh my God. Crowl is melted into a puddle of slag. Uh, Ironhide and Ratchet are shot by everybody, and the heat fuses them together, and they fall apart in smoldering fragments. Gross. Pretty gross. Uh, <laughs> I guess See, they... it
3: sounds gross, but now I'm just like, they should have committed. I want <laughs> yeah. to see it. I Commit,
1: want to see it. If they'd have committed to that. To
2: traumatizing all of your fans.
1: Mm-hmm. If they'd have committed to that, though, you wouldn't have got Megatron just assassinating Ironhide right before that cut.
0: Which we all Except mean. It could
2: have been somebody
0: else. That's true. It <laughs> could have been anybody.
2: <laughs> <laughs> could have been you. Could have been me.
0: Uh, In the script, there's a new Autobot combiner. And he's the main enemy of Devastator, and they, they're called the Anabots, and they're creation of Wheeljack, so... Uh,
3: <laughs> oh, another one? <laughs>
2: so, they're, so they're more furries.
0: They, well, <laughs> they are kept in cages like slaves. Um, and, um, yeah, he seems... Walling off his own creation seems to be Wheeljack's bread and butter.
2: Sorry, the fact that Harper and I made the exact same <laughs> facial expression when that clicked?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the Anabots oh, no. are basically, they're essentially what would become the Predacons. They're, uh, except okay. that they combine into Dragon Beast, which is a dragon gestalt.
2: Phenomenal. Dragon, dragon Beast!
0: I have to do a screen share of It's this. a design by Floro Derry. It's pretty wild looking.
2: Yeah, please. I would love to, I would like to see it.
1: Hang on. Okay. I just think that this is just a ludicrous design.
2: Yeah, let's see it. <laughs>
1: Here you go. Here it is. It's a rhinoceros with wings <laughs> and a long neck, and uh, I don't know how you make that work, but okay. It's
2: giving up Camara. Yeah, a little chimera action. Uh,
1: on another note, here's what Cybertron would have looked like if it transformed yep. to the right. I,
2: like, I find it interesting that Cybertron and Unicron would both have wings. Yeah. But, like, it's kind of an an angel-demon thing where it looks like Cybertron's wings aren't skeletal, but Unicron's are. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
0: When Hot Rod and Daniel are fishing, Hot Rod gets a tag, a tag, a tug on his line, and it says, quote, he pulls up the line to show he's caught three large fish, which I don't even know how that's possible. (laughs) I don't think Ron Friedman's ever been fishing.
2: He's fishing with a grappling hook, so there's like four hooks (laughs) on it.
0: And then Hot Rod throws his pole into the lake, and Daniel, instead of riding off on a rocket board, gets on a bicycle.
2: (laughs) I like that for so many reasons. It's a lot
0: less cinematic.
2: (laughs) Throws his rod into the lake. Yeah. Those poor three fish are just swimming around, (laughs) dragging the rod behind them. Hot Rod and R.C., <laughs> cool.
0: in the script, it's more obvious there's a love story between the two. Uh, when they're pushing the launcher into place, uh, the script says, she likes him, but doesn't want to go too far. <laughs> and then it says, Hot Rod, looking at R.C., interested in her, but trying to be cool. <laughs> so I guess that answers I
2: think he it. failed.
1: I guess. That answers the question. I mean, it's all about the two of them. And
0: Springer Springer's just trying to Get that cuck action. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the idea of them being a thruple, though. That seems like it'd be real bad. <laughs> like a real bad mix.
2: The most toxic thruple yeah. in existence.
1: I, as somebody i've never uh had a polyamorous relationship when you're in the thruple and you're are you, do you only schedule time in duos are threesomes just occasional like moments depends there's a lot of sure dynam- the yeah there's a
0: lot of dynamic yeah you really have there's a lot of rules you really <laughs> have to be very like, specific
2: it could be, be a shaped or it could be a triangle hmm
0: all
1: right well we'll, t- we'll talk
0: about it <laughs> thanks <laughs> Uh, That's why you
2: gotta have these talks. You gotta sit down. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Sit down. Uh, Hot
2: Rod's not good at talking, so I don't know if it's gonna work out.
0: I don't think he's mature enough.
2: No. Uh,
0: Finally, the Matrix in the the original script, the Matrix is not a physical object. It is the life spark, basically, that becomes a thing later. Mm. Um, When Prime dies, a tiny, shining, homunculus version of himself floats out of his chest and into Ultra Magnus
3: minimus
2: ambus is that i guess
0: you're (laughs) right holy
4: shit
2: (laughs) it's all coming together boys (laughs) i connected the dots.
0: you did it and uh so i don't know if you remember whenever with the decepticon hall of heroes where uh starscream has his coronation if you notice the little flickering candles underneath the statues of the decepticon leader statues I don't oh, know if you supposed to be
2: their little homunculi.
0: It is. It is their uh, their life forces. And Megatron, in the script, was taken to Cybertron and tri- supposed to be enshrined in one of those. But all the Decepticons got so busy fighting with each other, a statue fell over and crushed Megatron, <laughs> and uh, his life force floated out into the void, and that's what becomes Galvatron.
2: <laughs> oh, that's really good.
0: Yeah. My only problem
1: with that scene uh, is that there just wasn't enough penis on those <laughs> statues.
2: Like the, like the <laughs> no, Cardiff giant? It. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so really that made me think,
2: spike size. like,
0: so how do if the Matrix wasn't tangible, I wondered how Galvatron would have gotten it away from Ultra Magnus on Junkion and the way he does it is he chainsaws Magnus' chest open and puts the shining Optimus Prime in a, l- in a bottle like a lightning bug.
2: Like a little Tinkerbell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How does Optimus Prime like that? Well, I don't...
2: Is he claustrophobic?
0: Yeah. <laughs> that, that's not addressed. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's what I got for script visions. There's ton more, just, you know... Episodes, so high. number... Real. Uh, 87 oh, through 92 is where they're all combined. Okay. Or just go listen to all 90 episodes of our movie review. It's. Truly. I mean, we
3: get to do that now if we want. It's true. <laughs> That's
2: true. No spoilers.
1: Yeah. There's some bad stuff in there. The first
0: there's, 50 episodes are rough.
1: There's some cringy <laughs> moments. There's some bad recording things that I'll go in and edit out whenever I, after I retire. I'm,
0: ret- I'm changing the password. <sighs> you cannot get our source material. It's the... alright,
2: we can frequently revisit some shit that we have said <laughs> <laughs> That didn't make it into
1: <laughs> Ryan, what about, did you do anything for the In world? the real world
0: uh, I did What was happening? This uh, movie brain. premiered August 8th, 1986 In the American Top 40 Number one for the first two weeks of August in 1986 Is Peter Cetera's power ballad Glory of Love
5: I'll be the
0: It was Satera's first single after leaving the band Chicago to pursue a solo career. Uh, Since we're contractually obligated to mention the Rocky franchise at least every third episode, (laughs) it pleases me to say that Satera originally wrote this song for the end title sequence of Rocky IV, but United Artists passed on it and it ended up as being the theme for The Karate Kid Part 2. Is
2: that a step up or a step down? (sighs) Lateral. I I don't know. I think
1: it's
0: a step down. Rocky, I, I Rocky do, Four. I way do love the Rocky series. Was Kid Rocky too?
2: Four the Russian one?
0: Yep, that oh, was okay. with uh, Dolph Lundgren, Ivan Drago. Oh yeah,
2: I remember Dolph.
0: <laughs> he, have you seen those the new Old Spice commercials with him in them?
2: It's really no, weird. We don't have cable.
0: It's not on, it's like on YouTube or something, or or maybe it's Tubi. They've like, it's like. Oh God, I love Tubi. (laughs) I do too. Uh, But it's like they've de-aged him to the Rocky era and it's just him spraying the deodorant in his pits and going, ah, it's really weird.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I've recently, so um, a while ago, Harper got into this podcast called You're Wrong About and they have a very extensive um, OJ Simpson trial history and my coworker and I were listening to it at work. And Dolph Lundgren shows up partway in as part of uh, one of the person's backstories. And I'm like, Dolph?
1: Mm-hmm. No.
2: <laughs>
1: Whose backstory?
2: Uh, Paula uh, he Barbieri. Dated,
3: he dated Paula Barbieri for uh, a long time, actually. They were together a yeah.
2: while.
0: Hmm. I like Paula that Barbieri podcast.
2: being OJ Simpson's girlfriend at the time of Nicole Brown's death. Okay well she had technically broken up with him and then tried yeah. to go off and fuck michael bolton but that didn't pan out
1: right oh I, this sounds right up my
0: alley actually
2: <laughs> no <laughs> seriously go listen to your wrong about their whole oj simpson stuff it's it, it's really incredible. it's a good
0: podcast in general like i like that podcast
2: it's a good podcast brent
0: uh this song was nominated for an academy award for best original song and a golden globe for best original song and a grammy for best pop vocal performance by a male artist and that's all about that. I like power ballads. <laughs> I'm not order. familiar with it, I guess. I, I need to look I it can't up. sing it. You, <laughs> it. you would know it. You would know it if you heard it.
2: Do you want me to play it into the microphone?
0: Sure. If Caleb okay, were here, on. he'd be doing it already, but he's like, I have a family. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a father. I have responsibility. Oh,
0: I spilled my seed inside my wife.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, all right, here we
0: go.
1: Oh, okay.
2: I already know. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Instantly. <laughs>
0: It sounds like every Peter Cetera the song. sounds
2: familiar, but I'm not placing it yet.
0: Number one at the box office for four weeks in July and August of 1986 is one of my favorite sci-fi action films, Aliens. Woo! You guys seen this movie? No. I know.
2: I've so. only seen the first Alien.
0: It, <laughs> Aliens is high in the running, and I have this note later, but like for the best, like sequel. In addition to T2, both by James Cameron, coincidentally enough. Yeah. So Alien 2 was stuck in production hell for years due to litigation and a lack of interest by 20th Century Fox. Uh, for anyone in unfamiliar, Sigourney Weaver stars as Lieutenant Ellen Ripley, the sole survivor of an alien xenomorph attack on her ship in the first movie. When communications are lost with a human colony on the moon where her crew first encountered the aliens, Ripley agrees to return to the site by the Weyland-Yutani Corp Company man Paul Reiser, accompanied by a troop of colonial marines. The movie also stars Michael Bean, Lance Hendrickson, and, of course, Bill Paxton, R.I.P., and was written and directed by James Cameron. took
2: Lance Hendrickson always get in that bag.
0: Yeah, he's, he's great. I mean, he's always great. He was very good in this one. Um, who is? I
1: don't know who that is. Uh,
0: Pumpkinhead.
1: Pumpkin okay.
2: Hey! <laughs> High five, man. Yes.
0: <laughs> Excellent.
2: Um, he's, in, he's in a lot of shit. He's in, um, wait, didn't he voice Silas? In I, TFA? I'm almost certain. it's do so.
0: He was in a, episode, or had a, a series shortly on Fox called Millennium, but nobody remembers that show.
2: I think he also voiced somebody in TFA. I think he's in a couple different Transformers oh. voices. Yeah, he voiced Lockdown in Transformers Animated.
0: Oh, that's great. That's a huh? great voice. Yeah. He does have a good voice. Yeah. Very gravelly. Oh, I
1: recognize his face now. Okay.
0: Yeah, he's a weird looking
1: dude. He's just one of those guys always around. (laughs) Let's
2: renormalize
0: casting weird looking dudes. Like
1: (laughs) Seriously,
2: everybody's like weird slime clones of each other Mm. now. It sucks.
0: The filming for this movie originally took place in the same studio, Pinewood Studios in England, and it was a very antagonistic production between the American and British crew, the latter being openly hostile to James Cameron, who they thought of as a nobody because none of them had seen Terminator, and they refused to listen to producer Gail Ann Hurd because she was a woman. The normal 12-hour production schedule American studios use was unacceptable for the British team, who regularly left for tea and knocked off early to go to the pub. Which I don't know sounds pretty good to me, but <laughs> <laughs> workers I think unite. A situation exactly, where both
2: of them are wrong. It's
0: true. Uh, Cameron called the crew lazy, arrogant, and insolent. And after the shoot wrapped, Cameron addressed the crew by saying, "The thing that kept him going through all of it was quote." The certain knowledge that one day I would drive out of Pinewood and never come back, and you sorry bastards would still be here. <laughs> that is a pretty good spite speech. It's, yeah, that's that's, that's awesome. the theme of the day, is spite. <laughs> uh, Aliens was nominated for seven Academy Awards, won two, Best Sound Effects Editing and Best Visual Effects, and Sigourney Weaver was nominated for Best Actress, but lost to Marley Matlin for Children of a Lesser God. Aliens was wildly successful, both critically and financially, making $150 million off an $18 million budget. Um, And one tiny little last bit of trivia. Bill Paxton is the only actor to be killed by a xenomorph in Aliens, a Terminator in Terminator, and a Predator in Predator 2.
2: (laughs) You go, Bill. Wow.
0: Fun facts from this week in history. This is the only episode we'll have in the month of August of 86, so I kind of just cherry-picked stuff off of what was going on in that month. Uh, On August uh, 5th, the U.S. Senate votes for the Strategic Defensive Initiative, SDI, better known by the derisive name Star Wars program. Mm. It was a program by our wonderful President Ronald Reagan in 1983 using particle beam weapons and space missile systems to render the threat of nuclear attack by the USSR obsolete. What a As, fucking idiot. It was real bad cuz it almost started another arms race <laughs> until it was scrapped. Although Trump did try to did start it back up in 2019. Hmm, surprising. Yeah.
2: Isn't 86. This is also when did this drop in September?
0: August 8th was when it premiered. August
2: 8th. So like so close to the, oh, <laughs> the fucking Challenger disaster. And here's Ronald Reagan like, let's put more shit up in space.
0: Well, uh, in the, on the 15th of August, President Reagan did decide to support, plan for a replacement shuttle orbiter for the Challenger, which I mm. believe was in January of 86 when that happened.
2: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh,
0: the resulting vessel will be named Endeavor, which flew in ni- first flew in 1992. August 20th, Patrick Sherrill committed the deadliest workplace shooting in U.S. history at the time, killing 14 people in 15 minutes by shooting up his place of employment, a U.S. postal office in Edmond, Oklahoma which is hey, the another
2: you're wrong about connection for us.
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
2: Yeah, the well, going postal they're... episode. Yeah,
3: one of their first episodes they did the phrase going postal.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a pretty awful phrase.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. And it talks a lot about, guess what, the fact that it's pretty much Ronald Reagan's fault.
0: Yeah. I mean, most of the things we have problems with now can kind of be laid at the, his feet. Really, oh, and honestly,
2: Credit bureaus, mortgage (laughs) issues. The fact we have no health, we have
0: no mental health care in this country.
2: Homophobia, yeah.
0: Um, On the twenty-first of August, Jamaican sprinter and fastest man alive now or ever, Usain Bolt, was born in Sherwood, Content, Jamaica. And on the twenty-eighth of August, Tina Turner gets her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame.
3: Nice. Good news. Thanks for closing out some good
2: news.
0: Yeah, I didn't want to end with like the postal shooting or the Star Wars program.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'll take Tina Turner any day. That's the real
0: world.
1: Nice. I think we're at the point where we would rate the scheme. What are we rating? How do we articulate this? I guess let's start with the Decepticon plan to kill all the Autobots. (laughs) How do you guys feel about that initial plan? I mean, it was
3: very (laughs) very (laughs) (laughs) successful. I, I would say 8 out of 10. They managed to <laughs> yeah. decimate quite a number of them. Prime I, I did turn the tide.
1: <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people died. Uh, what's the? What are the other schemes? Unicron's scheme to destroy the Matrix? That was a failure. That didn't pan out. Um,
2: that was an abject <laughs> failure.
1: You got to get better workers than,
0: than get Megatron. He really did back the wrong pony.
2: Yeah. I'd give that
3: like a 2.5 out of 10. <laughs> Really, there but for the grace of Megatron, <laughs> yeah.
1: And I, uh, I guess that's all the schemes. I'm trying to think, yeah. like the, uh, again, the Autobots are just never proactive in anything. They're constantly you know, reacting. To kind threats. of is. We,
2: we talked about this last night. That the Decepticons are always planning, and their plans never work. And the Autobots never plan, but they always just pull it out of their asses and mm-hmm. survive.
0: They are 100% reactive, mm-hmm. but yet better. I guess. And their tech is always better. Like, the Decepticon's plans are better, but the Autobot tech seems better. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) What was the Uh, tech
1: that was so good that impressed you?
0: They had a. They had a. The Junkions
1: have good tech, shockingly. They bring people back to life.
2: But is the Matrix tech, or is the Matrix, like.
0: Spiritual. Yeah. It is more of a. I don't um, think the
2: Matrix was, like, made. I mean, like technically, it must have been made somewhere along the lines, but it wasn't something the Autobots developed. I feel like it predates the Autobots.
0: Yeah, we get a lot more of that in season three. There's a, there's some of it. um, I mean, season three does a lot of Matrix work, but
1: mm-hmm. they don't ever talk about the creation of the Matrix. No, it's just kind of my there.
0: Knowledge. But it is basically <laughs> the idea is it's the housing for all the combi- like combined Autobot leader it is knowledge. The
2: time. Yeah. I mean, nobody ever asks, like, who forged the Holy Grail, so.
1: <laughs> it was Jesus. It was Jesus me. made his own grail. Slippery Jesus,
2: Steve. He was a carpenter. He wasn't a metal worker. That's right. Is this, the grail wooden?
0: <laughs> this is the cup of a this carpenter. This is the cup of a carpenter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a little square cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: He's, they didn't say he was very good in shop
0: class. <laughs>
2: there, I think He a, just he took
0: shop it. class. I think there's a kids in the hall bit about that where they show like a table Jesus made and he was there like he wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> what?
5: Love that. All
1: right. So,
0: okay. Gonna... I'm the ghost of the iconic <laughs> movement. You know.
1: And I want to hear from the two of you first. What singular moment stood out as most iconic for you?
3: Oh, Dare to be stupid dance party. that's That's gonna stick with me forever
2: (laughs) that's a really tough one
0: there's a lot of easy answers but
1: let's see if you give us one of the easy pedestrian
0: answers
1: (laughs) dare to be stupid dance party is pretty unique
2: i don't know harper when when did i cheer the loudest (laughs) that's a great question there was a lot of shouting on our first viewing like active hooting and hollering
0: I was happy to see, like, um, when I I saw, like, a tweet, a couple tweets you guys did, and it's like, uh, you know, I was like, this oh, uh, I'm glad yeah. they didn't hate it. <laughs> oh,
2: no, we, we loved it. Um, What did I mention in my tweet? Let's, let's see if that gives me any clues.
0: No pressure. I'm having a
2: hard time polling it because I really did just enjoy the There's whole just thing. There's just so
0: much. There is a lot. Yeah. we We have said this before. It's a pretty bold move to jump 20 years into the future following <laughs> two seasons of the show. Uh, and kill off the, the whole original cast. Um, it was really just Hasbro wanting to sell different toys, and the movie mm-hmm. did flop. Um, so I don't know how <laughs> effective it was. But although tra- Hasbro did successfully sell Transformers toys well into the '90s, like well, on the, the line. brand still exists today. Was that when
2: they were doing like G Two, where they're all yeah. recolored? Nerf colored.
1: They did do a few Uh, alternative takes on characters that were pretty dopey. Like I think there was a bumblebee that was a black car for some reason.
0: There were also like action masters, which didn't transform. Right. Uh, (laughs) Which is all you want in a transformer.
2: I think I think I am I'm, I'm torn between like literally any moment with RC in it but like specifically that bit where she's like dunking on Hot Rod like, "Well, you need to stay close to me." That's yeah. pretty good. Or Spike saying shit. That was pretty good.
0: <laughs> yeah. It isn't even done it.
1: They edited <laughs> out uh when Bumblebee says "motherfucker."
3: <laughs> Let Bumblebee say fuck. fuck. <laughs> let I, this child swear
0: I don't I still really don't understand the reasoning by Hasbro insisting they kill off the line like you don't necessarily have to make more toys I don't know why you had to make it and like you could just have the new characters be the focus of season 3 right. instead of murdering everyone <laughs> but Whatever, I don't know. It's still an entertaining uh, watch, you know.
2: Apples to apples. There is
0: the the debate that if meg if it hadn't been so contentious of like them killing Optimus, maybe Transformers wouldn't be as popular today. I don't know if that's valid or not. Maybe, but like there, the fact it was such a big deal, I don't know.
2: Like that, it made people talk about it. Is that the logic behind that? Yeah,
0: and also it did. Like uh, Transformers came out first. There was a, the G.I. Joe movie, but it never got released in theaters because Transformers flopped. And they also changed, like in, in G.I. Joe the movie, Duke dies, but they retroactively changed it to him slipping into a coma, which is a line delivered off camera because of Optimus <laughs> Prime's death. Oh, that's incredible. And
1: the reaction incredible. to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with just that un- opening scene, Unicron flying past the camera. It's pretty great. Eating the planet. Mm-hmm. And
0: just you're just like, what the hell are we in for here? Mm-hmm. Sets it up really well. Mm-hmm. Um I don't have I'm gonna do a doing a cop out because I kinda went by I went through like basically just what happened after the movie. Going into season three, like I said, we leave behind the, the power plant attack of the week. Season three, like we said, is like thirty-five episodes. Season four is three episodes called the rebirth, which introduces <laughs> a truly staggering forty six new characters. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize it was it was originally oh, meant Christ. to be five parts, but when writer David Wise was informed he'd need to cut it down to three because of budget cuts, he was pretty miffed, realizing he would be introducing a new character every 30 to 90 seconds.
2: Yeah. Oh, poor guy. That was
0: the headmaster days, right? The headmasters, yes. target masters. Mm. Yes, Dan Gilvezan voice of Bumblebee, along with others, thought the choice was odd since it meant the whole run would be an awkward 98 episodes as opposed to 100 which is a good number for syndication since it's divisible by five. Mm-hmm. Season three or season four introduced headmasters, power masters, and target masters. And the funniest part is when Daniel becomes RC's head, he's her headmaster. <laughs> so
2: I'm having some trouble digesting that one. <laughs>
0: that, that occurs.
1: I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think Power Masters were introduced during that. Sorry, I know I'm being really I just can picture people yelling I at think, us.
0: Well, I don't know.
2: Maybe <laughs> not. I think. Well, so it, for those
1: who are, are yelling at us, it, I got your back.
0: It, it,
2: people it, screaming at their phones.
0: So angry Ryan's, about the three episodes of Ryan's season four. Right. <laughs> That's right. Um, there's also a so-called season five, which is the weirdest one. Every episode opens up with a real kid, Tommy Kennedy, who's a resident of Autobot City. And it's set sometimes after, after 2006. He talks with and interviews Powermaster Optimus Prime in the wastelands outside of Autobot City, and then they cut to the cartoon, which is initially shows the movie chuck- chunked up into five episodes, then the five faces of darkness, and then Surprise Party, which is the one of Daniel's Surprise Party, and then, of all things, Dark Awakening and the return of Optimus Prime, and then huh. three parts of The Rebirth, and that's the whole run of season five. With this, okay. bo- it, like this boy interviewing so a puppet. So just rebroadcasting
1: season three. Just chopped and screwed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's re- it's so weird. Uh, Jason Jensen was the 12-year-old actor who played Tommy, and according to him, the filming of all the segments took place over a week in June of '88 at Silver Cup Studios in Queens, New York. The Optimus Prime puppet used for close-ups was mostly made of wood and required two operators—one for the eyes and one for the mouth plate and another to move the head. At one point, the puppet fell over and crushed the <laughs> wooden hand Jensen would have been sitting on had he not been on break. I can't oh believe that God. thing was made of wood. Yeah. I thought it
1: was computer-generated uh, this whole it, time. It looks... yeah. It,
2: I'm going to go look up a video.
1: They're awkward.
2: Like to
0: Tommy, let's revisit this old adventure. According to the Transformers animated the Allspark spork, all, all spork. All <laughs> Almanac 2... Tommy Kennedy goes on to be president of the United States. (laughs) (laughs) They're really developing the lore for little Tommy. (laughs) And then there's this weird G2 TV show from 93 to 95, which was just 52 old episodes repackaged with a new intro, which is extremely irritating because it's a new transitioning segment with something called the cybernet space cube, which looks like a Borg cube ship and has all these sliding panels and shit to like wipes for different scene changes, and it's also That's weird because it only shows episodes from season one and two, and they're told completely out of order.
1: Yeah, I I remember that it was really awkward. So instead of doing the na 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 na, yeah, it would be like it would be these little robotic parts would come and grab the frame of the screen and then yeah. transition it over. It was unnecessary extra production. It was quite oh my God, This
2: kid's mullet is insane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great. I see
2: what you mean. Like the Optimus does look computer generated. It's yeah, kind it does. of uncanny.
1: It's getting late next yeah. episode. Okay. We're going to pick back up on season three more marissa fairborn on the way ryan yep it's the killing jar if i recall correctly it was one of my favorite episodes as a kid That's so obvious. let's get out of here harper kit what do you want to plug wait i'm um, real quick oh before sorry. that
0: i had to question for each of you uh, mm-hmm. kit you and i love horror movies yeah um anything you've seen lately or watching or some favorites anything like you want to talk like I should watch I'm not as versed in 2000s horror as you are but
2: yeah I mean honestly I would have to say like just sit down and watch the Saw franchise if you let yourself just like not question it suspend your disbelief and just enjoy the weird camp nonsense of trying to string together all of these disparate things into this overly complex story and all these moving parts and all of these double crossings and triple crossings. It's truly, it's truly really beautiful. Okay. I watched St. Maud, which I really enjoyed. Um, like I said, I saw crimes of the future, which was certainly something. <laughs>
0: um, and it a was recent... a movie that happened.
2: It was a movie that happened to me in a theater <laughs> with, I think two other people in it. <laughs> Uh, and I recently picked up a DVD re-release of They Look Like People, which, if you've never seen it, I think is a really, really good movie. Yeah, I like it. Yeah.
0: Um, what my girlfriend and I we both love horror movies, which is like I don't know if I would say I'm not I don't know if I'm the type of person who would say it would be difficult to date someone who doesn't like horror movies, but I probably would be difficult. Yeah. Um, but we watched this a I think it was 1990 movie called uh, It's on Tubi, I believe, called um, Evil Tunes.
2: Oh Terror oh. Tunes or no. Evil Tunes. Evil Tunes.
0: Okay. I'm almost positive because okay. it's a very misleading title cuz there's one tune that shows up for like 3 minutes. Um,
2: <laughs> one lone evil tune. But it's
0: a very campy, meant to be silly movie um and it is uh there are like <laughs> five different main care I think four or five different women that are the main characters that their whole thing is just we got to take all our gear off all the time. We got to get these tits out. <laughs> how else do you fight the tune it's true
2: (laughs) yeah how else would you even do it christ
0: um so harper books what are you reading now what should what what do you have any recommendations i see a lot of posts where you're like i'm reading this i've I've been getting back into these books
3: uh so i'm currently (laughs) uh very intently procrastinating finishing off the broken earth trilogy by nk jemison um, and they are so fantastic and so well written and they really earned they um, they won three back-to-back consecutive uh, hugo awards oh wow for like a sci-fi novel they're just so good And I have 15 pages left in the third one and then I'm gonna be bereft <laughs> uh, so definitely recommend them anything by N.K. Jemisin uh, she is fantastic and then after that i think i'm gonna read another assassin's creed book cool <laughs> and then probably pick up i think i'm gonna go chapter by chapter on medical apartheid which is like a dissertation on uh, racism in medical history
0: Eey, so that's light
3: <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm gonna take a chapter by chapter sure. or section by section Absolutely.
0: maybe cool because
3: it is also you know it's got like bible weight pages they are so thin and the text is tiny
1: mm-hmm who wrote that one or is it sort of an anthology or what
3: I want to say I know her last name is Washington and I want to say Harriet Washington but let me fact check myself is the book over by me no No. it's in the room okay
2: no I I, do (laughs) I just want to read the stack of books Harper has on (laughs) on his desk it is Harriet Washington okay (laughs) he's got Plato the last days of Socrates (laughs) Assassin's (laughs) Creed Brotherhood the Orc Prince Trilogy (laughs) this is not a book but it is the complete first season of supernatural on dvd this is an eclectic grouping uh extreme north everyone on the moon is an essential personnel and then lies my teacher told me nice (laughs) and then there's a jar of peanut butter next to it (laughs) sure i
1: didn't realize that the assassin's creed had this whole literature uh side to the saga
3: oh there's a novelization of every single game it's so weird (laughs) is it good is I've it read-
1: quality or is it just like pure entertainment what What do you how do you characterize this uh,
3: it's not bad so i've only read two of them uh one of them was written originally in chinese and then translated and i think the translation left a lot to be desired uh and then the other one was just like a very basic like blow blow retelling of assassin's creed 2 uh and so it was fine. I mean the story itself is solid, so like they have a lot to work with there, and it did pepper in some like fun details that you don't really get from the video game.
1: Alright, I'll go with it. I've never played an Assassin's Creed game, but they always look oh, like should. they were compelling.
2: Oh, they're so fun. Play Odyssey.
1: <laughs> okay. Is that a new one? I newer feel like one?
2: Odyssey is the my I mean Odyssey's the only one I've played hands-on, but I also feel like it's the easiest one to get into without having to really know all the lore. Yeah. Yeah, for
5: sure. Oh, right. Okay. And also
2: it's just it's beautiful. It is in my opinion, the most like visually compelling game um, and the least buggy of the recent releases. Speaking yeah. as somebody who has watched Harper play a lot of Valhalla.
1: <laughs> is there anything you all want to shout out or plug before Please. we let you roll?
2: Oh God, I'm just working all these days. so <laughs> yeah, support your local Nothing union. Helps. Donate to anti-racist and anti-fascist organizations. you know, be kind to each other. That's kind of all I really care about right now.
1: Well, I will then tell, I'll plug on your behalf if uh, to please listen to the back episodes. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, because, I mean, honestly, I mean, it's such a f- fun, great time. And now that the
0: competition is over
1: between us.
0: <laughs> <just>
2: <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> We're burying the hatchet. <laughs>
0: That's right. Yeah, Absolutely. If you haven't, go check out uh, More Than Meets the Pod. It's great. I really enjoy it. And
1: other than that, I guess I'll do the little rollout for us. If you want to support the show, check out our Patreon page. Plenty levels of support that come with various benefits. Patreon.com slash APODDCast. Or you can visit the APDC store, posters, stuff, buttons, whatever.
0: Or you can buy us a drink. Buy us a drink at (laughs) APODDCast on PayPal. Tell me what you want to drink and I will make it $5, please
1: do the review thing the star things apple podcast check out the show google play spotify all that shit (laughs) uh but you can find us on twitter facebook instagram at apoddcast thanks everybody this was a good episode. <laughs>
3: yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much
2: for having thanks us. This for, was thanks so for was being really on. Fun. I know I really it, it. I know
1: it got really long, so I appreciate the generosity of your time. Absolutely. <laughs> what
2: else are we doing? It's Sunday. It's true. <laughs> I oh. don't have a father.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's what Aaron said earlier. That's what I keep saying. <laughs> 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 we'll have a great Sunday, and we'll catch. Hopefully, we catch up soon. Let us know if you guys go to Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Thanks All so right. much. See you guys soon. Bye. See you Bye. later.
5: Bye. Cells is the sponsor of Autopod Decepticast. Yes, 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 yes.